the driving force behind it, which is morphs now. Back okay. when I first started, we didn't care about morphs. We didn't even think about morphs or talk about morphs. It was um, keeping a lot of things and, and um, trying to get them to survive, you know, honestly. Uh, just figuring out how to keep them alive. Welcome to From the Ground Up, where we talk to reptile keepers and breeders about all things cold-blooded. Sit back and have a beer with us. Well, some of you are driving. If you're driving, keep your hands tended to and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome to From the Ground Up number 61. Um, today we have on Scott Borden, but first we're going to tell you guys a little bit about, um, we do have shirts for sale, portcitypythons.com, as well as if you look at our links below, they are links to Amazon, and then you just click on those links, shop as you normally do, and then the little kickback that comes back from you shopping, no extra cost to you, goes to support the podcast and pay for our hosting and stuff like that and that's pretty much it there is carpet fest coming up soon may 4th and 5th and then northeast carpet fest is june 9th yeah so that carpet fest down here in texas is going to be in terrell texas which is about 40 minutes or so east of dallas Mm -hmm. and uh, it's going to be at ryan sullivan's house um if you don't know who ryan sullivan is you probably know him as Ivory Mon King on Facebook. And you can look that up if you can figure out how to spell it. And um, otherwise, the Ivory Connection. He does retex, has uh, things like Cayman. He just had a clutch of beaded lizards, which is really cool. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Do we have anything else to announce in the beginning? Nope, that's it. <laughs> All right, let's stop wasting everyone's time. If you're the one wasting it, not me. Um, yes, like we said earlier, today we have on Scott Borden of NY Herp Revolution and our first guest from Gear Deck of the Woods, good old Poughkeepsie, New York. I wanted I wanted to ask some questions just because we didn't get to talk beforehand, but Scott, did you grow up um, in Dutchess I asked County? him all these questions sure before. Did. <laughs> I did. I was born to Vassar Hospital and whole life here, man, Wapeners. And then uh, we just bought a house in Hyde Park uh, about a year and a half ago. Okay, cool. So if you guys don't know, I'm from um, the same area that Scott is. It's pretty cool because it's not exactly, it's not nowhere, but it's not really anywhere at the same time. I mean, there's not many people, especially <laughs> reptile keepers. And then, There's a lot of people. Man. I mean, more and more people as time goes on, but it seems like... Uh, I I didn't really, there wasn't really a reptile scene when I lived there, and then all of a sudden now there's like a show in Poughkeepsie and all that stuff. How long long have you been doing this? I wanted to ask you. Um, On any serious, I've been keeping forever. My dad kept my whole life, but I've been keeping seriously probably for about five or six years now, and that was uh, mostly started in central New York when I was already living, when I was already out at college, so. So you don't know... you don't know the animobilia days? I do know the animobilia oh, yeah. days and the pony t- 
tailed guy. I'm okay, not, y'all are gonna need. What is man. animobilia? What is this? That's the, that's the pet store where I had my fucking upbringing in the uh, the hobby. Literally, so it was a mom and pop store uh, for years, and that's where I got most of my animals. Probably for the first half of my, or maybe a little less than first half of my uh, keeping days. Yeah, animobilia was this little blue house off of Route Nine, and it was like not. It was like, you didn't even know it was a pet store. It was just a house. And it had like, you would go in and then there would be the, these skinny stairs to your left. And it was dark and smelly. Oh, and God. And you'd go up and then you'd see like the berms and stuff when they were still legal in New York. And like, there was just a fucking, what are those pink like cockatoos or pears, whatever the hell those are. Two of them, Sebastian and Mary, I think were their names. Yeah, yeah, and they, and like there was just ragtag, and you would go, and then you could go into like this little bathroom, and they'd have a tank of illegal, like too small to sell <laughs> turtles in there. Well, that's shit. great. Nope. I mean, it all kind of sounds illegal. Just a no, little com- bit. Comment, no comment. No comment. <laughs> Let's just. I had my upbringing there, and uh, like I said, it was a small mom and pop store. Everything fucking exotic. Um, you know, that's literally where i had my upbringing everything i am now like stems from that and it's just funny if you if you were around here in those days you know animobilia because like you said it was a little house it, it moved eventually by hannaford's for a couple years before they closed but uh yeah i mean from before i could drive my first snake everything came from there so fun times yeah yeah that's no comment fun times <laughs> yeah that's where we got uh all of our corn snakes and eventually graduated to white plains about what time did you get into herps uh 19 years ago uh i just figured that out lately for my blog because i wanted to figure out i was like what what and, and the reason i have a uh, the reason i was able to kind of figure it out was because my uncle growing up kind of exposed us to snakes he was like he was pretty young he was younger than my mother so like he would take us out and like catch snakes in the yard and shit and then uh there was a time when my younger brother went on a field trip to Animobilia, actually, and they, they, messed, they messed around with snakes. I think it was, I forget what it was, like a Cub Scout field trip or something stupid like that. And there was a, I remember there was a picture of them holding one of the snakes there. And uh, whatever grade I was 19 years ago, I, I, I remember I figured it out, but um, I wasn't doing too well in school, so my parents tried to make a bet with me using money to do better in school, get better grades. And the money wasn't anything, so I was like, nah, fuck that. I was like, I want a snake if I get on, like, the honor roll or something. And uh, they honored that. You know, I, I, I think I just caught the honor roll that semester and uh, got my first ball python 19 years ago. And, boy, did they not realize what the fuck they were getting themselves into. <laughs> that. that stemmed off to, I think, the, a boa was the second snake, and then a carpet python, which now I've kept for... Christ, 17 years or some shit. Wow. So when did you start, when did you realize like, hey, there's people out here breeding these or, you know, back then, at least for me, it was just, I just kept a few things. I didn't even think about breeding. I didn't breed. I didn't have my first breeding until 2007, I believe. I bred jungles, jungle carpets. And that's, before that, just like you said, I didn't breed anything. I really didn't want to breed anything. I just wanted to keep as much as I could, different stuff. Uh, I worked with a lot of stuff before that, a lot of stuff. And, um, 
yeah, 2007, I believe around there was the first time I bred my jungles and that was it. Where'd you, where'd you get your first pair of jungles from? My first jungles I had before that I had IJs and, and coastals, um, but I never bred them. That was, I was just keeping them. Um, my first jungles I bought on fauna off of a kid who had got them straight from the Barkers DPI. Um, I'll never forget. They were for sale online and I saw them and the price was, it is extremely cheap. Uh, I, I can't remember how old they were at the time, maybe two years old, you know, peak color. And I saw them, the price was pretty good. And I was like, fuck. I went into Animobilia and I started talking about these snakes I saw online. And my buddy, uh, one of the owners, Todd at the time said, if you don't fucking buy those things, I'm going to go home and buy them. <laughs> well, that, was, that was the motivator. I went home and fucking bought them right there. Um, and like I said, I think they were a little young. I think I bred them about two year and a half later or something like that when it hit about breeding age and uh i still have both of them uh unfortunately the male i think has cancer i don't think he's gonna uh, be around much longer but uh the female is a seven foot monster of a jungle was that you just saying hey snakes eat every week and you made a giant yep 100 i fucked up 100%. i oh by the way i'm really glad that i I didn't pay attention to this until more recently when you, you were going to have me on. I, I'm really glad that you guys are allowed swearing on because I swear a lot. But uh, um, yeah, no, that was 100% me messing up. Uh, I believe that whole feed weekly thing. I bred them. When I bred her, she was a really good size. But the problem was that, you know, she had hit sexual maturity and I kept feeding her, uh, I won't say weekly, but quite a bit. And she's a monster now. I haven't been able to breed those two since. The other ones that are smaller, I have, I've bred. Uh, I haven't been able to reproduce them again. You think that, that's a product of you just overfeeding them? Hundred percent. I fucked up. Fuck. Um, a little aside. Your mom just texted me, and she said she thinks Tony, which is his oldest snake, uh, for, uh it's fourteen years old, from was... Animobilia. Hey. Thank you. I really appreciate no. when you cut me off. No. I was trying to, you know, <laughs> say something cool. Okay. That your mom. Yes, your mom said. Tony the bag of donuts was bought from Animobilia, um, and then Tony that worked there was the guy with the ponytail. Uh, oh, that's Pete. Pete Wait, what Pete's in there? Uh-oh. Oh, oh. Sorry, oh. hold on. The little feed, gecko feeder dish I had holding my phone up fell. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no, his name is Pete. Uh, he was the one of the he was the owner with the ponytail. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, mom. I, <laughs> that's awesome that your mom's listening though hi mom that's awesome. <laughs> yes hi. he has very supportive parents they watch every show and especially this one because it's new I york too. like that was surprising like i think i don't know sometimes they thought i was crazy but to be fair like they were they were pretty cool about i had some crazy shit in the house when i was younger honestly some crazy shit and uh there was uh, certain rules that were put into place about what I could have, but those rules were broken eventually, and they were still. <laughs> I'm not going to go into details on that. But well, let's go it, crazy shit. Let's give a little bit. <laughs> things that weren't allowed in New York, I'll let you. Uh, so everything? No, no, you know, comment on that. I, I actually fully support uh, the New York ban list, and uh, a lot of people get pissed off about that, but. That's just from experience and, and being a realist of the fact that 12-year-olds should not be able to walk into a show and walk out with a fucking Burmese or an, an alligator. Um, 
and, and that's why the only thing the problem with new york is is their permit system and everything else is broken so they're not even giving that out anymore so if someone like me who if i wanted to get a berm or something i have the ability to do it i have the experience i couldn't do it right now because but, it's um, just every no I, one I can get it contact new they, york when i lived there and there was no they, way to get in contact with anyone there used to be like until like three last maybe three years ago it it was bad, but like I think three years ago or two years ago, they finally just stopped even trying. So now you cannot get any permits right now for anything. Um, it, it's fine though. I have a really good friend of mine that lives up in Saugerties who has all the big snakes and and the fun stuff. He's an educator and he has it legally, so we get to go up there and play with retics, berms, and all that and stuff. Mm-hmm. He comes here and plays with the stuff I have. Well, I think it's also good to know that once you get really educated, you know the workarounds, a.k.a. olive python, a.k.a. scrub pythons. A.k.a. voice crack. Puberty. (laughs) But, but, I mean... The the workaround for me is I own a legal scrub, and I've had people try to play that game with me online uh, in my local group. Um, From from what I gather, it's only... They only really recognize berms and retics, right? Oh, no. they, They recognize all the big constrictors, anacondas, retics, berms. They recognize pretty much southern scrubs. Uh, the way it's worded, depending on where you read it, it's amethystine or king horn eye, king hornum. And um, king horn eye aren't even here, but because depending on where you read it, there's also amethystine, southerns aren't allowed, so barnecks and, and those. Um, but tanabars and malukins, which is what I have, uh, they're perfectly legal. So how I did someone- they decide that? It's not just like a over this feet you can't keep, like it. What, how do they decide, you know, if you're it's, allowed? Uh, it's based off the species. Uh, the person, I I don't know. I've heard, I, I know the gentleman's name, I believe. He uh, he helped DEC figure that out. Uh, it kind of, it, I guess it's, I don't know. It's not really based off of size because people, I'm probably the only one who keeps Lucans this small, me and one other person. Uh, a lot of people have grown them up. Uh, but yeah, they do everything by species for the most part, except venomous is all inclusive. Crocodilians are all inclusive. But uh, pythons, monitors, um, they are done to the species. Okay. So, but, yeah, that's the state I live in. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Makes Texas seem so so relaxed. Well, it's very Wild West here in Pennsylvania and. Yeah, um, Pennsylvania. Hi. Sorry. My husky. I have a, a very needy husky who's like right now. Oh, I saw the pictures on Instagram. It's so cute. Yeah, that's, I had the door open to keep an eye on her because she's fucking shit up. But anyway, so <laughs> talking about Malukins, did you um, you bought them as imports and how do they come in imported and stuff like? That? Um, so my male Midas uh, was definitely wild caught animal. Um, I got him as third person. Um. So the story on that is a few years ago, I went to the International Collective Arboreal Symposium and Owen was there with some of their scrub python and he had, they had Malukans at the time and he's like, hey, you ever held a scrub python? I said, no. He's like, here. And he put some Malukan scrub on my arm and that was pretty much it. I was sold. Um, the thing was beautiful. It was tame. And uh, I made it very clear after that that I wanted a Malukan scrub. Just one as a pet. And next White Plains show, uh, someone who was at that show, at uh, that uh, symposium, was at White Plains. And he says, hey, are you still interested in scrubs? And I said, yeah. I said, don't do it. He's like, I have a male Malukin I want to sell. And he's like, the thing's tame as fuck. He told me the price. And I'm like, you're an asshole. 
like cheap as fuck. Like if people, if the, compared to the prices right now, people would lose their shit how much I paid for them. And uh, I said, yeah, I'll take it. I have no idea where it's going to go. Like no clue, but I'll take it. And uh, he was wild caught who came from a, uh, he was bought at the White Plains show originally uh, years ago from one of the, from one of the importer type sellers there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then my female uh, Persephone, she, I don't know. I've heard that she could be of captive born. Uh, I heard she came via Nor- the Norris's at one point. I don't know how true that is, but um, she was, there was another Malukan keeper up in Syracuse who had a couple die and then he had her, he messaged me. And at the time I didn't have the money or the space. I'm like, I can't take her, man. Like I'd love to. And, uh, my wife was my girlfriend at the time. I just showed her the picture. I'm like, look, Clay selling his, uh, his female Malukan. Well, little did I know that that spurred her to message him. And she had this whole surprise of a Christmas birthday present, which was her. And, uh, the, the joke is a lot of my friends after that said, you need to put a ring on that girl. And, well, I put a ring on it because let's face it, you got to throw. <laughs> right on. So, can you give a little? You're not getting a scrub. I really want a scrub, but we'll move on. <laughs> um, a little background, like what is the captive history of Malukins, and have people very been little. in captivity? Yes, very little. Uh, there's been a few. Um, only a handful of people. Uh, I put a lot of work into like trying to put everything together in the last couple of years, uh, history-wise. And I got, I got, I did get a lot, but there's still some missing. Uh, the problem was either people didn't get back to me, or there was people that didn't necessarily know how they had success. It just kind of happened. Um. So yeah, there, there is, there's been a handful of U.S. captive-born um and other countries too but not not a lot not as many as there probably should have been mm-hmm. and I, I have my theories for why that is i think they've been overgrown like crazy um i have a lot of support on that theory lately uh my my pair is is fucking small man my female's probably like uh i don't know we'll say five foot really uh, yeah maybe five no and a half Look, i'm looking at her uh and midas is a little bit bigger than her um, now I wasn't even going to try them this year, but David means, I don't know if you guys are familiar with David. Mm-hmm. Um, I posted picture. David's, uh, is a well-known scrub guy. Uh, really good dude. He, I posted pictures of Persephone. He messaged me and he said, Hey, I don't know if you were going to breed her this year, but like, like she looks good. I, I would give it a shot. So, uh, at the time, a good mutual friend who's a really good friend of mine, Chris Foley was coming up to spend the weekend here. Uh, with his girlfriend, and he's a scrub guy too. So I was like, you know, I'll wait till Chris gets here. I'll let him look. And Chris got here, and he's like, dude, fuck yeah, try it. So I, I tried it this year. Uh, unfortunately, nothing. Uh, a lot of good signs. I don't feel too bad because this would have been the first year she had a chance uh, maturity wise. And we also just bought the house like at the when I started pairing them, it was probably a year. So scrubs take longer to acclimate to your yeah, room and everything. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, like, I, I don't feel too bad that they were, she was only in here for a year and didn't go. They bred a lot, had a lot of great uh, signs and stuff, but she just didn't go the distance in the end. So, Now, that's super surprising, the size. Are they a smaller species or subspecies or locality? I'm not sure exactly how that works well, in scrubs. They are they're their own species. Uh, they come from two or three uh, 
two two of the main islands in the Moluccan chain, uh, Sarum and uh, shit. Sorry, it's a long day. I forget the other one. But there's two two of the main islands, Sarum and uh, fuck. What's the other one? I don't know, but three islands and maybe some of the other small islands. So they're their own species. My theory was island species of a lot of stuff is smaller. Mm-hmm. And I see, I've seen a lot of Malukans like 10 foot, 11 foot, 9, 10, 11, even up to maybe 12. And they look way too big. And I'm like, and my theory was maybe they should be smaller and kept smaller. So I spent a lot of years, well, a lot of few years growing these two very slowly i I barely feed them uh i just fed midas tonight and it's probably been six months since i fed him because of breeding because of breeding season i mean that's uh mostly because of breeding season um he's very happy right now Uh, (laughs) but so yeah my theory was islands island uh python a lot of them are smaller in, in size i did a lot of research on the islands i'm like man like it doesn't sound huge i think one of them is like 30 miles by five or 10 miles. Like I don't see huge 12 foot scrubs crawling around there. Mm-hmm. Um, that theory has been supported by a few people I've talked to about it. They really believe it. Uh, also because there was a female that was imported into a zoo years ago that was very small, just like that. And she laid a clutch of eggs. Mm-hmm. So that was been my big theory. Um, but We'll see. I, I I could be wrong. Could be right. I think I think that's been the other reason. I think a lot of people get rid of them when they don't have success. So that's part of the reason you don't see a lot of breeding with them. And then also, I think I know some of the ones that have had success have been bigger snakes. But if there's a bell curve, I feel of course some are going to have success. But mm-hmm. I feel like if they were kept smaller, they'd be more. I don't know. Just a theory. Well, the the fact is that there's no one doing it on a regular basis. So clearly, no one's exactly figured it out. No, not yeah, not a. I talked to a couple people that did it a couple times, and it's no one's no one's doing it where I'd call a regular basis. Uh, I thought there was three of us doing it this year. Apparently, there's there's a fourth one who did it, and he actually might be lucky. That's all I'm gonna say. But is there what's the strategy between all you guys? Are all you guys doing different things, or are you kind of trying to get on the same page or have the same ideas? Um, I think a lot of us did similar things. Uh, I haven't I haven't messaged the one who I think might actually get lucky this year. Uh, I just found out. I didn't even know he was trying this year until recently. But um, I haven't talked to him. But, yeah, I think it's generally right now it's been similar to kind of like carpets. But even, I don't know, I dropped mine even colder than carpets uh, with a lot, a lot less heat. And I was dropping them. I, I would drop them sometimes to 60 degrees at night for a couple hours, then put them in a cage uh, slightly warmer, and they were breeding really good. But, uh yeah, I don't think anyone's really trying different different things yet, but we're getting there. I'm, I'm about to uh, buckle down and do a lot more talking to people and, and uh, research and all that and try to look look at things again. Yeah, so we had talked a little bit before when we were talking about setting this episode up. And uh, did you figure out, like, did you see courting and stuff like that in the winter? Do you think they're winter breeders? Do you think they're spring breeders? Uh, I'm about to go back and look at all the data from when I talked to about timelines. Uh, I remember I talked to someone who said he felt they were spring breeders. Uh, what I saw was a lot during winter, and everybody saw a lot during winter. Um, I don't know. I thought my timeline was was decent. Uh, she seemed to grow bigger with follicles. Uh, they're very easy to get to breed, lockups and all that. Like scrubs, like Midas, they they locked up a lot. Um, 
it's and it's it's not too hard to get follicles. It's getting the ovulation uh, and and the important stuff, unfortunately. So uh, I don't know yet. I'm not sure. Like I said, I, this was the first year I tried. No luck. We'll see next year. You just kind of you actually take them apart at this point. Uh, they are apart at this point. It, it was interesting. Uh, I'm actually glad they're. I'm not pairing them anymore because during the winter, it's weird. Their food, their food response normally is fucking insane. Like, yeah, she's she, Persephone's mad because I'm not feeding her because she's eaten a lot already this season. Uh, trying to push an ovulation, so uh, I fed the other snakes in the room, and she's pissed off right now. She's she's looking at me. Um. But it was weird. During the winter, once they go off of food mode, it was so much easier to work with them and pair them. There's no food response uh, for me anyway. Um, as soon as Persephone, uh, about a month and a half ago, had her first meal, pairing has got a little dicier because she like is on again. Vitus wasn't because I wasn't feeding him, so he hadn't turned back on until tonight. But uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm done pairing. Kind of glad now because now they're back on their like psycho food mode. Everything's food. And because she started, you said a month and a half ago, she started being wild again. Does that affect, like, if you put her in the guy's tank or, like, how you do all of that? Well, uh, early on, I put them in Midas' cage but uh, because he has the bigger cage. Um, but eventually, I took everything out of the cages uh, just off of advice. I don't know if that helped. It was just to witness everything I could, lockups and all that. So after a while, I started putting mostly him and her cage just so she was more comfortable and less stressed uh, especially when she started looking a little more swollen and stuff you know if she had follicles i was like i don't want to fuck with her at all right just might in there um so yeah I, most of the time it was that and like i said because i started feeding her earlier the the later part of the season got a little dicey it was weird like that first introduction was nervous as fuck like for a couple hours and like I usually would put them together late in the evening when we're home. So, like, you go to bed and you're like, ah, I hope. They <laughs> but it was weird. Once they realized they were both in the cage, uh, they were fine. Like, you'd see them cuddled up or depending on what their mood was. But there was no uh, – her food Her food response was lower and they were better once that first hour was out of the way. There was, there was a couple of times where she looked at Midas and I got a little nervous. I'm like, oh, fuck, don't do it. Don't do it. And uh, thank God she didn't. I'd spray her down with water every time, make sure there was no food smells right. in there, everything. So l luckily, I, I was pretty lucky with that. There was no accidents or anything. We That's... may have the same question. Uh oh. I really wanted to ask because I haven't heard anything, but are scrubs known for tearing each other up or at least having an initial food response? That was my second question. Ah. So it's okay. I still have one other. <laughs> Their food response is crazy. So yeah, you got to watch that mostly. Um, so it does happen. Uh, I'm going to guess it does. I, I only know from my experience with the Lucans, and, and they weren't bad at all. But when I talked a lot to my friends that work with scrubs way longer than I have and have way more experience, uh, like David's like, have a bottle of alcohol ready to spray in case they do wrap up. So I'm, I'm pretty sure that some of them have more issues. Um, uh, my one friend, unfortunately, lost the mail because he – went off the previous sex or something where they were missexed and they're both males and one killed the other. But, um, yeah, yeah. that, that's, but, um, yeah, so I'm sure there is, I'm very lucky. My, my two Malukans are, are fantastic. 
What oh. was your first question? Um, my, my, oh, it's weird. Yes, because you recently posted on Instagram something about how breeders might take out um, the bedding or anything when they're breeding. And he just brought that up. And so I'm wondering, like, and he said it's just to see, just to see what's going on. No, it's kind of a question to both of you. Like, is there any proven anything that taking out bedding or just taking out everything else or is that just kind of a preference thing for people or does bedding, it depend on I the snake bedding. that was what, bedding and water bowl that was all left okay okay but she has um she has perches and and cork bark and hides and stuff so all, all furniture was taken out bedding was left was left but didn't you say some people take out bedding for yeah corn? so the reason why i did it for Especially corn snakes is because they actually are super active when they're when they're courting and then when they're mating. So I take everything out or else they'll knock everything over. And then if I have them on Sandy Chip, I actually had that fire male. He took his hemipene out and he was trying to get the female to go. And he actually got a little piece of Sandy Chip uh, in, in his her? fucking hemipene. Oh my! And I had to, I had to take it out of his pee hole. You so. didn't tell me that last night. Well, yeah. So I was like, okay, if I'm gonna pair them up, I'm gonna put them on Aspen shavings instead of the Sandy Chip. The Sandy Chip's small, and it, it can get impacted in the hemipenes clearly you know like but every so other luckily parent... i was able to catch it because it didn't go all the way back in and then i was able to like massage it out every other parent we just kept them in their tub yeah yeah it. because i was cognizant about me putting them into aspen chippings and not into the smaller the sandy chips are very small little squares little shavings the like aspen the, shavings the are large uh, bigger so they don't fit in pee oh, holes basically i didn't ever think about it yeah yeah so i learned that that's so like that's doing it on the beach <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. one of those conversations that anywhere else in the world sounds fucking retarded. <laughs> oh my god, or I I understand it, but it's one of those conversations. Yeah, you'll get an infection or something. Don't do that. No sex on the beach. Okay, so you kept the bedding in yours, and there's no concern about sticking in any holes. There was before. Now there is. Uh, <laughs> I, I use uh, I use cypress mulch. It's a little bigger. Uh, but like your I holes said, are bigger. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, uh, I don't know. Like it's not something I, I worry too much about. It's not something you worry about until you massage a sandy chip out of a pee hole. You know, you ain't fucking lying. That's a true story. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't tell me about this last well, night. Well, <laughs> because you worry about shit, like you'll freak out. No, I didn't do it last night. I did it like it was a few oh, weeks not ago with when the we lava. first started. Oh, pairing. it was a previous pair. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. So it's like because you are like everything's an oh, issue, right? So mm. I just did it and then just moved on with my life and forgot about it. Yeah, I would still be worried. But clearly the fire was okay because he bred like oh he's, he's been... bred like four times for us yes yeah. the scrubs don't on. seem too bad with that Midas didn't drag his junk all over the place honestly <laughs> uh but i'll tell you what like the gargoyles and the crested they drag their shit all over the place they're all on uh paper towel and stuff so maybe that's maybe that helps i don't know but yeah so what is your move into creatures with legs marriage really no so uh here so I've dabbled in a lot of shit in in the nineteen year in nineteen years. It, it's ninety nine ninety five percent pythons, five percent um, other stuff, just random. I've had monitors in the, in my younger days and, and you know different stuff. Um, so the story on that is me, and my girlfriend. My girlfriend is into this stuff, uh, like not freaked out like a lot of girls, but uh, 
she never she never kept or anything, but she wasn't against it. Like when she was younger, uh, against New York's ears, she uh, you know when she was a young kid, she kept uh, red F's I think for a little bit, uh, you know, and a little probably a little critter keeper or something. So she she loves animals, and um, so we started dating. Obviously, my bedroom is full of snakes and stuff. And God, y'all just really just make it so nice for girls, don't you? Hey, I, <laughs> yes. So, uh, I the only the only here, here's a funny thing. The only ball python I ever produced. I've only produced one. It was from a clutch of three eggs. Two went bad. I gave to her, and it was because she wanted. She said, "Oh, I, I want one of the I want one of the babies." So I was like, "All right." So when the one survived at the end. I said, "Well, it's yours." So I gave her that. That's Helios. We still have him. And, was that um, you guys were dating at the time? Yep, yep. She was my girlfriend at the time. So I gave her that, and that was like kind of breaking a dam at that point because now she has an animal that's technically hers. It's in my room. And I'm trying to remember what happened next. I think the next point was we had space, and I have a, a couple. Lo- I have a lot of local friends that work with stuff, and one of them ball pythons so she wanted more ball pythons so we went she with her money bought a couple more baby ball pythons and then um the leg thing happened when i believe she found a gargoyle gecko uh for free on craigslist and she got him and that turned in that that i think that was her defining moment where she found her true love (laughs) yeah and uh yeah she started acquiring gargoyles with the help of a friend of ours that gave her two for free and then, uh, yeah, she's going crazy with the geckos. Um, Judging by the overwhelming cricket sound in the background. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> that. That actually is in our fucking tortoise tank because they. <laughs> uh, we have a tortoise, too. And uh, <laughs> his, a couple loose crickets got in there and then they bred because I never got them out. Oh, fuck. In there. Yeah, I got to get them fucking out of there. Um, yeah. That, uh, but honestly, the crickets and stuff, they're for the Mostly my, my mossy leaftail gecko is the big one. Uh, technically, that's one of the two gecko species. Or I, I probably technically everything's everything that's hers is her, and everything that's mine is hers. You know how that goes. But technically, four of the geckos. Kaya. Yeah. Sorry, the cat just beat the shit out of my dog. Kaya. How many animals do you have? Cats and a dog. Come here, Kai. Come here. Come here. <laughs> Say hi. Oh, she's a, I know. So this is this is Kai. Oh my God, she's gorgeous. Yeah, she's a nut job. She's my. Hey, stop fucking with the cats. Sorry, she did get a walk today, so she's fired up. But um, four of the geckos technically are mine. Two of them are crested geckos. Uh, the first one she got me was creeper because she was getting gargoyles and stuff, and I was like, oh, I miss having cresteds. I had a couple back in the days so she surprised me with a crested well i couldn't just have one crested so then i got one from anthony Campanetto, so a female who's uh mrs creeper <laughs> and then um yeah and then the two mossy leaf tails because i love the mossies i had to get them and uh those are technically the four geckos in the room that are are actually mine mm-hmm. and then so she has acquired a fucking hell of a collection of gargoyles and i'm actually I'm actually proud of her for the way she's done it. It's been a really fun to watch her grow her, her collection and passion for the hobby. Um, she really brought me back to, you know, what's right in the hobby and stuff. Like, that passion, that love. Like, who gives a fuck about all the shit online? Like, I just love my animals. And um, 
but now we have those. She she's also works with golden geckos, fucking ten dollar pet store gecko that that are pretty cool, but they're really fast. And then um, yeah, no, then fucking uh, we have electric blue day geckos, clemeride day geckos. Um, yeah, but it's marriage that was the legs thing, <laughs> essentially. How do you? And it's it's actually been a lot of fun for me because I I like having a lot of shit, different things, yeah. and it's like that's that's allowed that to happen. Like I don't have to. It doesn't have to be me getting everything. Now there's two of us that work and everything. Yeah. Do you do you split it up that way, or is it kind of as needed? It's a team thing. Um, she mo- she does. I, I do the snakes pretty much. Almost she used to do more of the snakes, but now. Um, with all the geckos she's got, she does a lot of the gecko work. I do a lot of the snake work, but it, it, it's kind of joined. Okay, I'm sorry. We have to pause. Um, everyone in the chat is telling me this whole time they haven't seen <laughs> they Scott in all. all. They've been staring at us, which is really weird because I've been definitely doing stuff when I think they're not. Like I went to go get the wand. It like says just Scott Borden present. Right. It says it just it just said it now, like a minute ago. No, I pressed something. But it didn't change it. I when I press something, it didn't. It because I pressed something just trying to get it to change. But that um um is it muted? Is your no no? Okay, I'm gonna hide him and I'm gonna show him again. Because yeah, they said they've been just staring at our face the whole time. I'm like, well, that's great because I'm it's pretty fine. sure you like. Gives a fuck. They can hear me. They don't need to fucking. Speak. <laughs> no, but it makes it it makes it different. Yeah. It makes it different. We did just try to show the dog and people were yeah, like, what we, the fuck I'm, are they now, That's when everyone realized when you just showed the dog. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and everyone's Although, like, wait, I don't see that. Evan said no one wants to see his face anyway, so. Everyone, who said that? Evan. Do you know Evan? I know Evan. Fuck Evan. I know Evan. <laughs> Evan Browder, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, I know Evan. Okay, so this is, is it, does it say anything on your end about the video right now that's so weird that is weird i don't know if you're on like mute of some sort on your end like you're hiding hiding yourself from everyone i I should be let me see uh what is this what is is we're just gonna start touching things (laughs) (laughs) okay now you're a little um avatar but that's really bad that you can you can see me, right? Yes, yeah. So you went away for a second, but now we can. See, now you're back, but uh, I can know, start Brandon, fucking. We will not disconnect. I don't. I don't want to take never too much time on did. this. Yeah, fuck but it. fuck it, let's go. Let's the, go. Let's go. But I'm sorry. Like I love the f- like 14 of you. Shut up. But it's here. Uh, here, it's real simple. Oh, oh hold on, hold on. Sorry. Wait, oh, I muted, muted you. you. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Fuck, man. I really... Fuck. What is... Hold on. See? You're... Look at what we did. Now you muted. Now you did it too high. No, but... No, you did that okay. too high. Okay. So okay. going to be... Okay, I can bring him back. All right. Holy but, shit. But he's muted and I can't unmute oh, him now. Oh, my fucking God. This is why you, you don't touch things. This is why we're going to move on. Stop. Well, he's muted, so I got to freaking unmute him. Well, now you do. But you wouldn't have. But I can't... Nope, that wasn't it. Holy shit. See, that changes the... you got to be fucking You're You taking the control doesn't change anything. Uh... Fuck. I can't... See, now the muted thing is gray and I can't un- unmute him. 
Holy <laughs> fuck. Are you muted on your end, Scott? What does asking him a question do? He's muted. We can't hear him. Yeah, well, I take the mutedness as a as a yes. Can you hear me now? Yes, Holy yes. Shit. What happened? What happened? I don't know. Apparently it was muted on my end. See, it wasn't me. I didn't do it, though. All right, guys, it, says, it was Scott's fault. But I don't. Yeah, no, I still don't know why they can't see him. But Can they, can they hear me? Yeah, so... They- they just so it's real simple. If they want to see my fucking dog, just go on New York <laughs> underscore revolution and just pay stories. I share the dog in there. Alright, yeah. As Brandon said, don't touch anything. This is usually the rule. Don't fuck with shit once we're on. Holy I post shit. a lot of fucking pictures. You don't need to see me. You don't see, need to see my snakes. As long as you hear me, who gives a fuck? I'm not even used to this video shit. I think it's uh, annoying because there's a new issue every time. Like This has never happened Google, where we can Google see Hangouts you, but they can't see you. Only picks up people with souls, and Scott's a ginger. <laughs> so it's having issues. <laughs> Yo, East Coast, we gotta hang out, man. You're right. <laughs> You're all right. That's funny shit. All right. I don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Okay, Holy okay. shit. Can they hear me? Can yes. they hear me? Yes, they can. All right. So who gives a fuck? They all see me all the fucking times. They should be sick of it. Yes. Snakes and all that. This just means that we can't, you know, pick our nose or anything. I gotta, like, edit <laughs> I'm pretty sure you picked now. your nose earlier, so that means they saw oh, that. I shit. <laughs> Everyone does it. There's two types of people. <laughs> All right, holy Someone fuck. just asked if you are Ed Sheeran. <laughs> what? Someone just asked if you are uh, Ed Sheeran. The fuck is Ed Sheeran? <laughs> Ed Sheeran. The- oh, oh, definitely. Oh, Ed Sheeran. No, <laughs> holy fuck, we need to get back on track. What the okay, fuck are we okay. talking about? Okay, I'm sorry. Right, the people you have We're talking about crickets stuff. and the geckos and how you got back in the crusties and... All that. Oh, I actually have a question yeah. about that. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Sure. Knowing nothing about creatures with legs, because we don't like that. You said a mossy, you have a mossy leaf tail gecko. Is that yeah. similar to a satanic leaf tail? Yeah, same, same genus, yeah. Okay, what's the difference then? Satanics, satanics are badass, man. I, I just didn't have the balls to work with them yet. They're pretty expensive, and they have a tendency just to up and fucking die like if you have the temperature off a little bit and shit um mossies are a little bit easier they're bigger uh satanics are pretty small mossies are a little bigger and mossies honestly are pretty easy to work with uh they're almost the same crest it's just you got to feed them uh only, really only bugs um but yeah satanics look like little fucking demon geckos honestly that's how they look uh, mossies look like moss on the side of a, a tree or or something like that, lichen and stuff. Okay. So. Turns out they all have very good descriptive names. <laughs> Unlike yeah. snakes. Yeah, satanics are awesome. I I wish they were a little easier. I probably would work mm-hmm. with them, but uh, just I I can't bring myself to spend the money on them for how fragile they are. I mean, also from what I've heard, you need to supplement cockroaches as well. <laughs> I heard I heard snails. I heard snails are a big thing with that. Uh, this is bad. Yeah. No, yeah, snails are girl. so much better than cockroaches. I would take a snail any day. I eat but snails. I don't eat ass. cockroaches. Well, I have I have a, a bin of um, dubia roaches uh, for a lot of stuff. But honestly, my mossies don't eat them. They really only eat crickets. Mm-hmm. Uh, I sold my first baby to a, a local a local buddy of ours, and he he messaged me like couple weeks ago he's like oh this thing's a, a doobie eating monster i'm like what the fuck mine never eat doobie i'm like you're an asshole you just keep them room temp 
Literally, yeah, my uh, my reptile room. So our reptile room is uh, way cooler than most people's. Uh, I don't want to get above 79. Uh, I like to keep even my snakes cooler. I, I supplement their heat. I give them basking area and all that gradient. But I just I don't like having any of my pythons uh, where their only choice is above 80 degrees. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I keep everything like that. White lips, uh, savus, ball pythons. Everything has an option for normal basking temps, normal heat gradient, but also into the 70s. Uh, shit, in the old days in my dad's house when I kept stuff there, that room got way colder. I mean, 65 easily. I, my room can't get that. This winter and last winter, my room just can't. I can't get it that cold. But it gets down to, depending on how much the heat's running, uh, upper 60s, but usually around 70 to 72. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we keep our room cooler, and uh, the, that's because of the geckos and the mossies and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I I'm a big believer in that myself, and honestly, we have a really old corn snake that back in the day we used to keep him at room temperature at 70 degrees for fucking <laughs> yep. like 10 years. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, everything has everything has basking heat here. I mean, corn snakes are a little different, but I all I have is python species. So everything has. I'm not that. saying I do that now, by the way. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, no, I hear it. But everything I have is at you know 89 basking, um, 90 basking. Um, but I'll tell you what. Knock on wood, I've had only one respiratory infection in fucking many, 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 many years. So I feel like everyone keeps everything too hot. And now there's this a snake that Melissa really, really likes. White lips. I was about um, to say he brought it up. How so many I can do you have? Do you it. have a pair? Or what do you work I with? do. I, I have a pair of Northerns. I've only worked with Northerns um, ever. Uh, <laughs> white lips are this weird species for me that have a place in my heart, but it's a, it's a, it's a black piece of my heart. And the reason for that is so it was about shit. I'd say somewhere between fourteen and sixteen years ago, um, I had. Ball python, boa, Erie and giant carpet, my first three snakes. I walked into Anvabilia and I said, I want something different. Uh, something people don't have, yada, yada. So he pulls out the old list, which for younger people listening, back in the day, that's how we got snakes, was a, was a list to the store. People and, still uh, do that. He'll get emails like, this is the list. I'm like, yeah. what? How old are you? Like, yeah, it's 2018. It, that's the fun way to do it. And um, <laughs> so... My buddy goes, oh, they have white lip pythons. Now, at the time, I had no fucking clue what that was. I went home, I Googled it, and saw pictures. And I was like, holy, that's pretty cool. Fuck yeah. So the weird thing was, at the time, I had no idea that there was such thing as wild-caught animals or adult animals. I thought, in my little brain, everything came as a captive-born baby or something, just little baby snakes. So I get a phone call, and Todd, my buddy Todd, he's like, "Uh, so yeah, your white lip's here. It's fucking huge. like, oh, great. So I pick it up, and let me just say it was a very, very large wild-caught female who was an absolute psycho. Um, I mean psycho to the point where she would not stop striking at the glass and never learned what the glass was. So she, never <laughs> she only ate birds. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. Took, took a while to figure that one out because she wouldn't eat, wouldn't eat, and we found that out. I actually switched her over to rats, um, but at that time I didn't have the skill set or the, the caging or anything to deal with a big nasty psycho of a white lip so I got rid of her so uh, fast forward a few years and uh, 
ups and downs. And I had, I had burnt out and sold off most of my collection, except the two jungles and my first ball Python. And I started getting back into it. So one of the, one of the first things was I was like, man, fucking, I should get into white lips. Nobody's really working with them. So I get two female white lips and that's actually how I met Owen and, and Chris Foley uh, was through that. I ended up trading one of those females um, to them. Or no, I'm sorry. That's how I got one of the white lips. I traded a jungle uh, that I produced from my older pair to, to them for a white lip. And I got my second female white lip. And then after a while, I was like, why the fuck am I planning this big group of white lips? These things suck. <laughs> they're fucking psychos. They bite. Oh, but they're so pretty. They are. They are very nice looking snakes. So I ended up um, I ended up selling the one female. And the funny thing was, so I sold the one female to a local guy who lives in, who actually lives in Fishkill on top of the mountain down there, East Fishkill. Mm-hmm. And um, he had a male at the time. And his male was stupid tame. I mean... Just ball python, fucking perfect tame. And so I sold the female to him. At that point, I had just the one female, who I still have, Chaos. And then eventually, he got out of White Lips, and he sold me that male after years of me like, dude, you got to sell me this fucking thing. It's awesome. And he sold me that. So now I have that pair. Bane is my male, and Chaos uh, is my female. And uh, when they're tame, they're fucking awesome. When they're not tame, they're uh, they're a handful. But what, yeah. what percentage of time <laughs> are they the tame? Uh, a small percentage. <laughs> it, yeah, not a great percentage. It's you got to learn to work with them. Honestly, I I didn't fuck with my female at all because of all the stress, and then uh, the stress on her, the stress on me. I don't like getting bit. So me and her have had a very hands off relationship. And <laughs> the funny thing is, uh, Chris Foley came up to my house. Uh, over the, I think in the fall, in the fall, and him and his girlfriend got here really late in the evening because he lives down in DC, and it was like one o'clock in the morning or something. He's like, "Hey, let's go hold a white lip." I said, "You really want to do that now?" He says, "Yes." Well, let me just tell you this: from that night and the rest of the weekend, and there was a lot of drunken antics in the reptile room. It's that not the best place thing. to be when you're drunk. Nah, I don't have anything that bad. It's just biting a white lip. And I was pissed, though, because that fucking snake was held a lot, and it didn't bite anybody. <laughs> I had told everyone the thing sucked, and it never bit anybody. I was so mad. But she, you, you have to get her out of the cage. Once she's out of the cage, she's she's not tame, but she's she's all right. But getting her out of the cage can be a little sketchy. So Okay, maybe but, it's not the snake for me. Well, when you have a bunch of snakes to clean, that one where you're like, is a real... It, just... it will sit in its shit for a little bit. Well, no, it will just wear on you. And be like, damn, this is that's, that's the thing. You can't let them sit in the shit. They're a thin-skinned species. Cleanliness is important. Hydration. Okay. Yeah. Um. It's yeah. Like I said, it's it's the species I I love to hate, but I love. They're they're really cool. I've never uh, bred them. I've never tried. Uh, Chris yelled at me this year because he really wanted me to pair them up. He's like, fucking pair them up. And I'm like, I'm concentrating on the scrubs like so much that I was like, eh. Um, so I didn't pair them up this year. Next next year, I'm, I'm going to pair them up for the first time. And uh, pray to God she doesn't kill him. Um, Brandon said, get that mm, Tana, how do you say that word? Tanamara locality? Fuck Tanamara. I don't work with Southerns. Oh. Um, Dan from BM Exotics, I believe, was um, importing a bunch of animals that were at least called Tanmahara or whatever the fuck. 
but they were apparently very, very docile and stuff. So I think that's a little. So bit why of wouldn't you want to get into that? Um, I don't know. I yeah, he he brought in. It, it is a locality that of Southern White Lip the Blacks, which um they were they were, and from what I heard, was very tame, very calm, which is great. But I don't know. I, I've never been a big fan of the Southerns. I've always liked the Northerns, the Golds. I like how they look better, and uh, I only have so much room. And, and space for projects so like just having an, i don't have room for those really honestly if i don't want to work with them so as a snake breeder who is about to be a millionaire why wouldn't you breed uh white lips together uh because you'll never make money on white lips not enough although i'll tell you what recently there's a huge uptick in those man fucking that's crazy but uh yeah it's white lips are uh an interesting species like a lot of people care about them lately because a few pictures have gone viral and everyone sees this beautiful rainbow of a snake. And I get it. Like, I see that shit all the time. But um, what they don't realize is they're not – they're not – they're easy to keep. Anything's easy to keep if you keep it how it's supposed to be kept, which I know sounds kind of stupid to say. Um, they're easy to keep as long as you stay on top of fresh water and cleanliness and a little bit humidity, but fresh water, drinking water goes a long way. But – like a lot of these people don't realize, like most of them are wild caught. Those ones suck, so they're gonna have negative experiences with them if they're not uh, expecting it. <laughs> yeah, I think really the mentality in our hobby is if you have breeding size animals, you put those fucking things together no matter what. Well, yeah, that's why people have been mad at me for the last three years because I've been growing my scrubs so slowly. Uh, <laughs> Breeding size animal also has different meanings to different people. So, so uh, you would rather you'd rather wait an extra year than make them go earlier. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm not in a rush. I, I literally don't give a fuck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I do. Like, I would love it. Like, if I could breed white lips, that'd be fucking awesome. Uh, I haven't been stressed by breeding until this year when with my scrubs. I paid attention to every little detail. So, of course, it, it, it would be cool. But at the same time, like, it. first off, I don't pay my bills off this shit. I, I just don't give a fuck. I'm not in a rush. Mm -hmm. um, my white lips are plenty old now. And um, they're not as big. I, I, that's it's another problem with white lips. I think a lot of people really grow big motherfuckers out of them. And when they're big, they suck because that's a big snake trying to kill you. But uh, I don't think they need to be necessarily that big. And uh, they're, they're very easy to, to overgrow. They have this weird metabolism. Like, they digest food like that. But at the same time, like, that, that sounds like a fast metabolism. But they can you can put too much weight on them very quickly if you feed too much. I feed my white lips very little. I feed my scrubs very little. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's something that when I first got um, Amazon tree boas, I was like, I know I don't want to overfeed this, but if I feed my green tree, and that's obviously a totally different animal, it's like um, the feeding regimen, people say, is about the same. So it's like, fuck, my green tree takes like two weeks to take a shit. My Amazon tree boa takes about fucking 12 hours to take a shit. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, but still, they both aren't equal as far as you can overfeed it pretty easily. So you still want to do that two weeks in between feeding. Yeah, growing up the white lips, I, I know it's a it's a weird thing. Like their metabolism is, is wild. Like I said, they they put on size pretty easily, pretty quickly. Uh, like growing wise, when they're young, and I didn't want to get them too big, so I slowed them down early. And uh, 
like I said, they digest like a day, two days, and it's if they're done. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like if you feed them too much, man, I, I've seen some big ones, some big fat northerns, and it's hard to breed them when they're like that. Now, that's such a a snake that I see at every single reptile show that I always see newer keepers taking home. And it's like, where the fuck do all these animals go? Die. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's sad to say that, but we've all done that. Me and my wife walk into White Plains all the time, and you see people walking out with animals that, I don't know, just the way you, you see that they're bringing the cage home, you know, they're bringing supplies home. Uh, so you just know that unfortunately that it, they, it, it's probably a high percentage of those animals are not going to do very well. Right. Depending on if it's a fucking leopard gecko, that's one thing, but I've seen, uh, I'm trying to remember. I saw, I saw a couple of the last white plane show. I can't, uh, I want to say like your mastics or something like that. And I'm like, man, those, those are gonna have a hard time because they're probably not going to keep it right. Um, yeah, it's a sad thing to say. I, I tried to, uh, I think I mentioned that recently in my, in my blog. You know, if you're at a reptile show, and I get it, back in the day, I used to walk around and be like, I want to see something cool and come home with it. Now with the smartphone, the, the least they could do is, um, is you know, Google it. And I, that's hard because you don't get the greatest information from Google, but mm-hmm. try to get some information before you go home with it. Get an idea what you're getting into. Don't buy a baby iguana. Don't buy a baby piece of monitor and end up with a monster later on. You should know what you're getting into. But I mean, what also sucks is that you'll go buy a table and it's not even labeled correctly. So even if you Googled it, you wouldn't know what the fuck you're looking at. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's nothing you can do about that. That's. But I'm yeah. saying it, there is, meaning don't have pieces of shit in our industry, but they tend to fuck. Oh, oh man. There's a. <laughs> yeah. We could get into that, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I, uh. I don't know. I was just getting trying to get myself in trouble on the other side of the States uh, show for someone I, I really don't like, uh, a vendor who's a well-known death dealer. And uh, I'm very vocal about my dismay for him. And uh, some people are – they don't want to rock the boat. And I'm like, you guys are fucking crazy. This dude brings half-dead animals to every fucking show. And, but anyway, let's not get into it. But um, <laughs> That'll be a conversation in person. <laughs> yeah. But there's more like- to it. But- it's. I know what you're saying. It's hard because you want to have these conversations and let everyone know, but then again, we can't because we will shoot ourselves in the foot. So it's like a weird thing. Like, are we supposed to be on the lookout and try to make our industry better, or do we shut Absolutely. our mouths and fall in line? No, you don't fall in line. Fuck that. I mean, I've had no problem speaking out about certain things. It's just, um, it's more of, it's it's a hard conversation to have. Um, but yeah, as far as the reptile shows, honestly, if they have half dead animals on, on the table, it should be addressed. I think reptile shows should tighten their shit up. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the one I was referring to, honestly, I gave them a compliment and said, you guys have, you guys have done a good job of getting diversity here without needing the, the piece of shit death dealers that they're, they're usually the ones that, you know, importers, import guys or stuff like that. They're usually the ones that bring the diversity to the show, which is great. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's cool. But, like, if you did the work and you got a ton of fucking diversity here, fucking quality stuff, why even have that? But Right. They didn't want to listen. I mean, when you have a we went through at NARBC, which is supposed to be held to a fucking pedestal, right? In Arlington. 
But there's a particular vendor who vends every show here in Texas. And the dude. Well, dude, you've talked like about this every podcast visual, since it ARBC. You have brought mites. up these people. Like visual mics. Every time. And then all I did was the girl picked it up and I actually she posted on a group and then i was like hey dude i remember you and your snake has mites and then she ended up bringing it back but it's like they knew that that snake had mites man of course they did of course they did and i if you've brought that up every podcast sends fucking respect dude fuck that shit it's <laughs> i'm very straightforward with what i say but i mean i don't know like i i hear what you're saying trust me my thing yeah. is, and, and Evan just named him by name. Well, I won't say anything. But okay, but you, were, you, no, 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 no. Evan could have named it, and you just ignore you. I can't think of the Go word. Ahead, fuck him. Fuck him. At this Here, point. Well, here's, here's the thing. You don't have to say the name, and I, and honestly, I don't know the name. I, I'm sure I could do some math and try to figure it out. But um, most of the time, if you're speaking of a region where the people are from, they're going to know who that person is, and there's a reason. Oh, everyone knows. Every. It, exactly. We, oh, 100%. Say, we say 30 seconds or like, yeah, I know. Like, they just trick the new people coming in. Yeah, and they like, get all this the new Amazon Trebo will be a great first pet. <laughs> with some mics. It's the, same, it's the same one with the one I was talking about. Everyone knows. It's not a secret. Um, it's, it, it's, yeah, it's well, the unfortunate. Well, yeah, White Plains, you guys have kicks. But I mean, I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, thanks. Thanks, pal. Is oh, that, well, did you just out someone? I don't give a fuck at this point. Wait, what are kids? No, no, okay. never mind. Um, Speaking of White Plains, your mom says he met. Um, Scott, they met Scott before. I know that's a totally different topic, but at, she said either White Plains or, uh, shit, my phone doesn't want to work. She said it, oh, never mind, Poughkeepsie show or Long Island show. They talked to Scott. It would have been Poughkeepsie. I've gone to Poughkeepsie and I, Poughkeepsie and, um, I usually just hang out there. It's, it's low, it's 10 minutes from me. So like I, I go just to go, but yeah, maybe. What's the best show in New York currently? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. None. <laughs> is that, is that there's, only, there's only a, there's only I think four. There's uh there's White Plains, there's Poughkeepsie, which Poughkeepsie I don't know if even is happening again. But um and then there's Buffalo and Rexpo. Um I know Rexpo wants to say they're the best, but I think Rexpo and White Plains are the two better ones. I think Buffalo's smaller, but I've never been to Rexpo. I've never been to Buffalo, so I can't really speak on it, to be honest. I've been um, – I really enjoyed Rexpo. They just went out of their way to get different species and different kind of vendors involved. And then Buffalo is kind of um, – you know, it's a smaller show. It's nothing special. Yeah. but I, put, I, I, imagine, I imagine Buffalo is similar to Poughkeepsie. It's a smaller show. Right. That's – that's what Poughkeepsie is, but yeah. I mean, I I grew up in White Plains. I've been to a lot of White Plains show for years. So that Rexpo would have been. Uh, I think I did the math when they asked me to vend a year, couple years ago, or a year ago. It was like five hours. I'm like, three hours. I used to go to Hamburg. That's about my tops. Any more than that, uh, I'd have to stay overnight, and I don't really want to do that. Yeah, that's our uh, what we love about Texas is that. We have like home base and we stay there and we drink with our friends and then we'll go out and or I'll sleep at Ryan's house. <laughs> like we, we it's a whole day thing here, at least with our group of friends that we have at the reptile shows. I didn't it wasn't that um amicable at the other shows. At least Yeah, that's awesome though. That's for us that's Carpet Fest. Uh Northeast right. Carpet Fest. That's that's for us. That's uh, me and Chris Foley get a little silly, and uh, Eric Collier was another one this year. Uh, we were bad, but 
Yeah, no, we we go all out. Uh, I heard you guys promote them. If you if you're interested in carpets or anything at all, go to fucking Northeast Carpet Fest. Uh, it's the original, and it's a fucking good time. And don't be like scared to talk to people. Like we're just weirdos who have snakes. No, I'm not. Yeah, don't, to you. don't you're you're not me. Cool. I'm not talking about me. Like, you said were. You said no, like, no. Meaning like <laughs> yeah. even Scott. People will probably be scared to talk to Scott. Why? Because he's a ginger. I, I don't. I don't know why they would. Actually, yeah, they would be because I'm usually a drunk, belligerent asshole at Carpet Fest, and I do apologize for that. But it's what it is. Is so my first one. I was the same way. I was quieter, um, and I knew a few of those guys from online and stuff. But yeah, I was way quieter. But like now, those guys, the guys have been doing it for I forget what year this is that I've gone, uh, like five or six or something like that. Those guys are all real, really good friends. So now it's. I'm not networking anymore. I'm fucking, uh, these guys are really good friends. I'm going, the one time a year I get to see a lot of these people, so we fucking party. Yeah, that's the cool thing about it. Wait, I'm sorry. What? A little backtrack. Is drinking allowed at White Plains? No, um, I don't know. I don't think so. Damn it. <laughs> we drink at like every reptile show we go to. Yeah, I've not- heard that. Um, uh, yeah, don't. Oh. I want to say White Plains, there's, they have food and stuff. I don't think they do beer. I'm pretty sure they don't. Well, we we bring our own. We Good Yeah, I don't, I don't mean, do they still have, I mean, like, will we get in trouble for drinking it? <laughs> I don't know. I won't tell. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, people okay, are yelling at us for getting way fucking off track. Um, no one's saying that. Well, no, Brandon wanted to hear about last Oh, yes. Okay, yes. So we, we did heard tell people that Savage. last week. That you keep late. So, Lyasis and Savus are next. Well, Savus, that's what I'm saying. Okay. These people, Brandon acts like he, who, Brandon who? I don't know, but he knows a lot of shit. It's not Wheeler, is it? No, no. We don't oh, know okay. who Brandon. Wheeler, he, like, he, fuck. No, Brandon. Brandon, Brandon knows me. Shit. Like, he knows all this shit already. No, like, Brandon knows this. No, uh, this Brandon, he's watched, like, a lot of our shows. He knows a lot of shit and people. And so, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> There's a few brands out there, so that no, um, yeah. So I, the only liasis I have is Sabu's because they're the smallest uh, species, and that's what I had space for when I I wanted to get into liasis. Um, super fun species, super active. I don't keep them any different than anything else. Um, really good food response, super active. Like you take them out, I, I actually they're probably the least favorite animal I have for taking pictures because like other than tub shots. Tub shot, you take the house off, you you take a, a picture. After that, if you try to take once you take them out to try to take them somewhere for a picture, they're moving, man. And they are just so active and they won't stop. And I've tried like the uh putting a a hide on them and blocking them in that for like even a half hour. It doesn't matter. As soon as you take that hide off, they're like, Hello, and they're gone. So yeah, take, taking pictures of them sucks, but I have I do have a pair of Sabus. Um I've had issues. I, I was. I probably would have bred them earlier, but my male, my male decided he liked live all of a sudden. So like he didn't eat for a long time. So he was smaller than I liked, and uh, until I figured out he liked live, so now he's a live eater. So that's that's the only thing that has slowed me down from trying to breed them. Uh, my plan is next season to try them also. <laughs> um, what is the the breeding age at this point? Or what age are they now, and what are they going to be when you try them? Um, one of them is, uh, I want to say one's definitely a 2012 and I think the other is, uh, 13. 
2013, so they're a few years old. Uh, they need the age. Um, just like a lot of the harder stuff really needs the age, but set, but Sabu's, from everything I heard, was one that really is harder to breed young. You really, They really need the age. I think, I thought someone bred them at like three and a half, maybe. And that was the bare youngest. I think that might, I might be wrong on that. It might have been even a little older than that, but um, yeah. As far as Lyasas go, at least what I've had as babies, mine were just terrible. Did you have the same experience? Um, so my female I got as a fresh ha- fresh hatchling uh, from Will Bird, like three meals fresh, you know, like five meals, six meals, whatever it is. And yeah, she was she was a little psycho baby. Uh, my male I got, um, I think he's the 2012. I got him. He was already maybe a couple years old, year and a half, two years old. And uh, he was much better. Uh, I got him from Michael Pinnell. And uh, Mike told me that he would do some false false striking, like closed mouth striking. I've never had an issue with him. He's, uh, he's, he's, I think he was the first snake my, my wife held when she was my girlfriend uh, early on. And um, yeah, no, he's, they're, they're both fine now. Actually it's adults. They're both adults. And, I hook them out. They have a crazy food response, just like a lot of the stuff. Um, but once they're out, I've never had even a single issue. They're, they're really good to hold. Yeah. yeah, I think that's a question we get all the time, whether it's Moralia, Liasis, mm-hmm. all this stuff, man. It's like, yeah, hook them out. They have food response, and then you're pretty much good. Yeah, everything sucks as babies. And I, I ruffled some feathers when I, uh, I posted some carpets for sale, and I, I mentioned that they're not a terrible first snake and but i also put the reasons for that everybody they're everyone's only negative thing is oh they're bitey as babies mm-hmm. i said and i get that i get that but if you if you talk to the customer and you communicate and explain to them how to work around that they're fucking perfect because they're like yeah. they're easy to keep carpets i mean jungles especially they're really not hard you don't have to worry about humidity you can put them in a fish tank with a heat bulb over and they'll do fucking fine uh, i've done it before um, so, and, and that's what I've explained to people is that from that standpoint, from strictly a care and, uh, being able to deal with keeper mistakes, uh, you know, younger keeper mistakes, they're very good. Yes. I get their bitey little defensive assholes, but most of the jungles, once they get older, they're perfectly fine. Some, not all, but most. Yeah. I mean, people probably hate when I say it, but they're pretty much the Australian version of the corn snake. They go all the way from the southern tip of Australia, basically to the northern. So, like, you can't fuck it up. They can live in every fucking range of temperature. And Yeah. I've had some fun in my, uh, I don't know, couple, maybe in the last couple of years where, like, I would mess around with some of the groups where they are, like, so anti-tank. And I would be, and they're like, and, and they're, and I get it. Ball pythons don't do great in tanks, but we all did it years ago. Like, I understand you weren't there when we were keeping shit only in tanks because you haven't been keeping long enough, but you should probably shut the fuck up when you say, oh, no snake does good in tanks. Because when I tell you carpets do perfectly fine in tanks and you try to debate me, you're going to lose. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've grown carpets and tanks plenty of times. Uh, I don't anymore just because. It's my room's not set up for that. I grow them up in tubs, and then uh, the adults go in either AP cages or I, I have some uh, custom built melamine cages. So they go in cages, but uh, growing them up is all in tubs and shit. But yeah, back in the day, it was tanks. That's why I used to have fun going in some of those groups that we all know that 
they all have uh the fuck is that uh what is it dunning kruger or whatever i'm sorry <laughs> it is a car hard hat. i'm sorry that was the most add statement ever she never oh, she before i what... went to um to new york over christmas to, like meet his family and everything i'd never heard of the brand carhartt and they all fucking made fun of me for it and really never it, it's not a thing in louisiana because it's it's i don't know it's like a lot of shit we don't wear I really guess. you just needed to really get some good old-fashioned blue collared folk to... <laughs> so i work for the railroad so yeah i'm full-on blue collar man i'm fucking i work hard hard but the funny <laughs> thing is after like i learned about it i swear i see it everywhere now it may just have been a thing that like i didn't notice it i don't know yeah the cultural no. difference but like it was everywhere up there. Like everyone had the the, the beanie hat thing, or yep, I have like, that. I have the, all those. The brown jacket, like mm-hmm. yeah, like everyone. Up there. So I bought her a Carhartt hat, and then you Christmas. lost yours, and now I you wear mine. mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but That's it's funny. Right. Both... Get us off fucking track again. Yeah, I did. Okay, I was going to tell another story. It, so it's, it's, this is the same as when I have friends come over here, right? So I'll, me, I'll have some of my friends come over here, and. Uh, uh, one or two friends in particular, and I was actually hoping to announce some things tonight, but I can't yet, uh, unfortunately, because the one friend I'm really talking about, uh, he just bought a house and things have been busy. But uh, we're trying to do some things. Obviously, you guys saw the blog lately. Um, I think you have an idea, Joe, what, what I'm talking about. Uh, I, I might have I asked you questions about it. Uh, but anyway. Okay, well, now I need to go look at the messages. <laughs> my, my wife hates sometimes when they come over because, like, we'll come – They'll come over and we'll have a, a certain like this is what we, we're going to talk about. We'll have dinner and talk about this, but there's at least like twenty tangents of discussion. <laughs> so it you know nine o'clock bedtime turns into we're talking and drinking till midnight. So easily, easily, it's it's snake people, man. We just talk. Yeah. Uh, that's why Northeast Carpet Fest we kill it and we go to like four in the morning or some shit. You just it's not enough time. Stop bringing it up. We can't go. <laughs> I recommend you go get a plane ticket. Bill Stiegel comes from Texas usually, and fucking, it's, it's worth it. Well, it's Bill is an weeks. anesthesiologist, and I know, and, believe that. <laughs> and just got babies from the sickness, so it's gonna only uh, be more, you know, wealthy. Gonna, you know, uh, Bill can uh, buy uh, our his, plane tickets. His down payment on the egg is going to be ten round That's trips. <laughs> <to fucking Bill's, laughs> Bill's come to the uh, the last two. I think he's a really good dude, funny motherfucker. But yeah, no, he's he's good. And uh, we've had a lot of people travel from pretty good distance. It's it's worth it. If you're going to go to – they're all pretty good, but Northeast is the original. It's a good time. See, we're, we're actually going to be moving in July up to Pennsylvania, so it will be – So it's, nice. like, it's like three weeks before we're moving, so it so just can't – No, of course. No, I hear you. That just means you guys got to go next year, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'll sure. be easy. Okay, two gonna... things. First – to defend Brandon, he was saying he was asking about Lyasis because he just bought um, a Maclots path Python. Oh, that. Um, and then See? he was also asking. Oh, I have a question. What beer are you drinking? Uh, so tonight, <laughs> I'm actually breaking my only my uh, my rule about drinking. I usually don't drink during the week, so I I, I don't have a problem. I That's drink a only. Good rule. <laughs> yeah. So, but tonight I was like uh, podcast. I. When I go on NPR, I usually drink uh, hard liquor. <laughs> There's reasons for that, but uh, I've been drinking beer a lot lately. So my go-to like easy drinking beer is uh, Left Hand Brewing Company's uh, Nitros. Oh so yeah. I'm pretty, uh, 
milk stout tonight. Oh, we've tried a left hand brewing one, but I don't think it was uh, the one we've tried is a black. It has a black label, but I don't, I don't know. Yeah, that, dude, that's I was I probably would have gotten that one. Um, they have a couple different stouts that are really good. Uh, I, this is actually the first time I've had this one. I usually get um, what the fuck? They have a, a they have a couple other stouts, not mm-hmm. milk stout. But yeah, no, they're really. We'll I, have I to like try that. We love milk yeah. stouts. There's a place in New Pulse. I forget what brewery, but it's with the key. I forget what it's called, but it's uh, Mother's Milk. It's pretty good. That Mother's Milk is good. Gross. Oh, that, that's not Keegan's, is it? I thought so. Oh, that's Kingston. Ke- I think Keegan's is. Oh, I want to say that's in Kingston. I might be shit wrong. to me. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, but uh. Yeah, no, that those are Mother's Milk is really good. Yeah, that's Keegan's. Mother's Milk is good. Yeah, I, my buddy, uh, my buddy Dan's really got me onto like craft beer and stuff lately. I was never a beer guy; I was more of a liquor guy. But nowadays, I, I've been drinking a lot more uh, beer. This is awesome. He's awesome. He drinks our beer. <laughs> He's from your town. That's fine. I I won't make fun of you for not knowing who I was uh, the other night. Um. Okay, I was oh, really, yeah. really, 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 About really that. hoping one of two things were going to happen. I was hoping I was hoping it. you were going to cut it out, but you're a fucking piece of shit, and you didn't cut it out, Uh-oh. or it two, that Scott wasn't going to listen. <laughs> I laughed, but don't feel bad. You know my animals, and that's really what I fucking I care about. Your, <laughs> I knew your Instagram name, but it's like whenever we've talked about you, I just think of you as in my hair revolution. Like, I don't know. Uh. It's It's... It's weird too, like seeing Joe put that uh, for the podcast. So New York Herp underscore Revolution is my Instagram. I don't have a business, um, a reptile business, and I don't know. I, 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 like I said, it's it started very early on in my keeping career. Like I've always tried to do what, or I, I tried not to do what everybody else is doing. So since everybody has to have a reptile business, I'm like, fuck you. I'm not gonna have a reptile business. I'm just, You're just gonna me. be Scott. Just... And um. I've, I've said the only way I would actually start a business, and I, I know exactly what I would do and all that, is if my wife came to me and actually wanted to make it more official. <laughs> so if she ever comes to me and says, you know, I'd like to start a name and, you know, do that whole fucking road, we'll do it. Um, I don't care. Oh, I just totally assumed NY Herp Revolution was your No, business. so, <laughs> that, yeah, that's just my Instagram name, and that was me just wanting the, the revolution part was just the word I used to because I want to make New York better and all that. And uh, I don't know. It just came to me. The word revolution may be involved in some other things that I'm trying to do as well. But it's it's um, it's not going to be uh, my personal business. It's just going to be branding. Uh, I've really been pushing myself lately a lot on social media and all that. And the, and the reason I've been doing that is because I want more exposure, but because I want to make – the right shit cool or, or popular you know i look at the people that are very popular in social media and we won't name names but uh no there's there's more than one i mean you know everyone knows the one and i think the problem with social media is it, it exposes people and that's why some of those people have gotten hit but i think they're i don't know i get why they're popular um they do certain things on youtube and other stuff they do very well hashtag but, sensationalism Yes, they do that very well, but their keeping isn't isn't the best. Their animals aren't the healthiest. So, like, I don't know. My thing lately in the last six months is um, my mindset's changed, uh, and that was the blo- part of the, that part of um, part of the product that came from that was the blog. I had all these ideas in my head and stuff that I thought, and I was like, you know what, Facebook, you can say all kinds of crazy shit on there, but it gets lost in the noise. It just 
a day later, it's gone. So I said, no one really, there's blogs out there, but no one's really doing one that they pushed. So I started that. And then um, I really want to push myself for, or just my message to make the right shit cool for keeping, you know, the right ways and, and, and the right mindset. I don't know. I mean, that's something that we've definitely thought about on our end. And it's like, dude, it's so hard when there's things that you really like and it's shown glimpses in people that are very popular. But and then the one thing that they do with it is fucking shines a bad light on it. You're like, I love that species. But the only time it gets any airtime is when it's biting this person, you know, it's. Yeah, it's it's a lot of that. And I get it and I understand it. Um, But that's like I said, that's why I'm trying lately. I've been really pushing certain things, trying to push my personal brand um, as my myself just to, I don't know, try to change all that to make shit cool without there having to be a snake biting you or the sensationalism or. You know, I don't know. Sorry, I cut you off. Continue. No, no, you're fine. And even, like, not even the sensationalism of the snake, but just, like, of the person. Like, obviously, in this whole partnership, he's more of a snake person. But it's, like, when we first started, like, there were things I wanted to do. And he would always kind of, like, be like, no, no, I don't want to do that. And I was like, why, why? Like, this is how you get famous. This is how you get famous. But, like, the more I've gotten into it, I'm like... I'm glad we didn't do those things, even though it's still is like we don't we're not where we want to be. But it, it's still it's it's almost even though I'm glad we didn't do them. It's harder to watch these other people get all these followers and get all this notoriety. When I'm like, God, but we're real. Like, <laughs> like, like, here's the, like here's those are those. That's that. not how those people are on a normal bait. Like this grown ass fucking person doesn't act like a 15 year old when they're just at their house. Like we act our fucking age. All like I'm not gonna act like a 15 year old to be popular. Now you're going on a tangent. It just no. It's it's Fuck yeah, girl, get it. Like <laughs> it's just so. Frustrating when I feel like we're like real actual life people. When you actually we, give a shit and people don't give a shit, but, but we just like, gotta I'm not find any different on camera than I am in real life unless I'm drunk. <laughs> then like, then maybe like, I'm a little bit different. But, but like, like actors are actors. We're not actors, but, but maybe we can't the seem to get can be notoriety actors. without being actors. And I don't yeah. get that. And it's but it's nice to hear Scott saying like he's like, I just want to do it being me. Like I just want to be me and put my shit out there. And I I hope I want to do it being me and I want to make the right that. thing cool again. And and it's it's weird. All this shit is not is not uniquely mine. I, I I started spending a lot of time watching Gary Vaynerchuk, who's a an entrepreneur and a, he's really good for personal he's a, business. Loves him, he loves him. And all his shit, like it started. It's weird. I started listening to him and watching him, and all his shit made so much sense to me for the hop for my hobby. Like it just made so much sense. Like the shit he talks about, I'm like, holy fuck! Like I in my head, it just clicked with things in a hobby, and I said, that's that's what fucking needs to happen. Like. So you don't worry about your followers. Just be fucking real. Be yourselves, and the rest fucking falls. Which just makes me mad. It's not fair. Fuck that. I get it. I sorry. My, I don't know. Kai, what are you doing? Yeah, welcome to having a husky. <sighs> um. Yeah. No. I, I get it. I understand it. Um. But don't worry about it. If you're doing shit for the right reasons, uh, all good things will come in the end. Uh. And that's 
that's why I started the blog was um, I wanted to really be able to put my thoughts out there on some deeper subjects, which is why I actually did my, my the honeymoon one. I don't know if you guys read it about herping Costa Rica, just because I wanted to break that up a little bit. I felt like I did three or four really deeper thinking topics. And I was like, man, I, was like, I need to do something that's a little uh, less deep or, you know, just a little more fun to read. So I just described our uh, herping Costa Rica on honeymoon. Ooh, I did not read that. Can you talk a little bit about what it's like herping in Costa Rica? We didn't spend a lot of time herping in Costa Rica because it was our honeymoon. But <laughs> I, I, but he's I gonna want right to do it on our honeymoon. I bet. Like, yeah, but I, I married the right girl, and uh, she. It, it's cool. Like every any trip we do, there's always so much involved, um, animal wise, because she loves animals. I love animals, and so we decided to go to Costa Rica on our honeymoon. And she's actually like. 40 50 percent costa rican <laughs> so it worked out and um so we spent most of our time on the pacific side in uh la uh playa samara uh, in the guanacaste region and that's cool because like no matter where you go it's like all these regions like there's iguanas fucking everywhere and you know um there's there's tons of cool shit to see but so i put the word out um a while before we went in some of the groups and I said, Hey, who's got, you know, any connections to anything. And I heard you guys talk to Ray Morgan the other night, Ray, and then uh, Mike Clarkson. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Mike. Oh, another good guy. I know of him. Not, I don't. Yeah. Know like a, he's a filmer and stuff. He does a lot of filming, uh, wildlife filming and stuff. Really, really good guy. Conservationist. And, uh, both of them suggested, uh, a gentleman up in live Fortuna, uh, by right, right near where Ray lives, actually. So we did that one night. We drove up into the mountains, like four hours into the mountains. Driving in Costa Rica is fucking nuts. Uh, it was quite the experience. I was terrified before Isn't going. It like skinny little roads, like going yeah. up like mountain. Like yeah, I've heard. There's some sketchy roads and like all kinds of shit. Uh, it was it wasn't as bad as I pictured in my mind before we left. I was terrified. I was I was worried. Oh, Have God. you been out of the country before this? No. I, I, I haven't. I've been, uh, well, I mean, I've been to St. Thomas and stuff with my wife, but uh, in Puerto Rico, but nothing like like that. So uh, I was a little nervous because we had like, I think it was a, an hour and a half or hour and a half or two hour drive from the airport to where we were staying. Oh. Like the, and we're doing it at night, like renting a car. <laughs> I was like, and, and you read shit online. You're like, man, we're going to get stopped by thieves. Like we're fucked. And it, it wasn't like that. It wasn't anywhere near like that. Um, but anyway, so yeah, we uh, we spent uh, an overnight up near um, the volcano Arinal, uh, near where Ray lives, I guess. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was fucking awesome because the the guy that they suggested, uh, he owns uh, an eco zoo there with all the snakes and shit. And his family was absolutely amazing. Just the hospitality was incredible. So, yeah, we, we hung out with them, had dinner, all that. And then, yeah, went on three to four hour night walk through uh, the jungle and stuff. So I was like eyelash vipers and, and stuff like that. And then um, we came back and he didn't realize that we were leaving the next morning because my wife made reservations to go down to Tarkalay's to see the crocodiles. And we had to leave it fucking dumb early, like really early. So he was like, oh, I wanted you guys to play with Bushmasters. And I'm like, ah, that's cool. Maybe another time. We got back at like midnight or something like that. And uh, 
it's kind of a tradition for them. Like they get back, everybody eats food and they take shots and stuff and just unwind. Like, this is awesome. Like really good people just hanging out. So like next thing you know, my, my wife was uh, facing me. She was on our side of the table and I looked behind her and there he, I didn't realize he had disappeared. Here he comes with a fucking full grown Bushmaster. And uh, so, yeah, we got to take pictures and, and kind of mess around with his Bushmasters, which were just an absolutely incredible experience. And then, yeah, so we hung out, did that for a little while, went to bed, tried to sleep for four hours, then drove, like, I think it was another four and a half hours to Tarkalis to go on a Crocodile River tour. And then that was uh, that was pretty much the, the highlight of herping-wise, you know, about two to three days worth out of uh, ten. That's awesome. So what'd you do for the other days? Not snake stuff. Because you yeah, don't no, have to not, do snake not, stuff no, the know. whole time. Honeymoon stuff. That, actually, Costa Rica was an incredible time. Uh, we ziplined. That was fucking awesome. Um, we did a horseback riding, which terrified me, but she loves, so we do it when we go away. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I've never been great on horses. They make me nervous, uh, which is weird, but she loves it, so we've done it. We did it in Puerto Rico, and then... Um, Right? No, I'm sorry, not Puerto Rico, St. Thomas. And then uh, we did it in Costa Rica and uh, <laughs> stuff like that. A lot of beach stuff, snorkeling, all that. It was it was really incredible. I, I highly recommend anyone that loves this shit to go to Costa Rica. Yeah. It's a trip. There you go. There I go, what? Possibility. No. Nope. I already told you where I want to go. Where do you want to go? Fiji. Oh, fuck yeah. Well, it's funny. We actually she wanted to go. She wanted to go. There's a cruise that leaves from Australia that apparently does like New Caledonia and, and some of the islands out there. But her block of time off was offset from that cruise by like a couple of days. So it didn't oh, work damn. out. So, yeah, we're hoping to do that. I don't know. Sometime in the next couple of years. Uh, this year's this year's rough. Awesome. I mean, we can do like Madagascar. Yeah. Fiji, and we can do that Caledonia, and Tasmania's there, and New Zealand. We can do all of it. Yeah, sounds good. I'm down. Agree with you for a while. Oh, you know, you know what's funny though? The only reason I was be I was able to name all those uh, countries that are near each other is because I taught one of my students the countries, like the the states in Australia today. I, just... I literally did it. I taught him it this morning, and I even had to ask my co-teacher. I was like, "Wait, how do I explain Australia? Because it's a continent and a country. It's like I don't know how to teach the. I don't know what they call them, but they're supposed to be called well, states. I would love to to get to... there. Do you have Do you have any plans to get over to Australia? Zero actual plans. Uh, of course, I'd love to, um, but yeah, no actual plans. Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like if we go there, it's probably going to be to do that cruise that she wants to do because New Caledonia obviously is the geckos that she works with, so that's high on the list. I, I'd love to get to Australia, but um, I have nothing actual uh, planned for it. Um, Did you see really sure. Dave Kaufman's videos on uh, he just went to New Caledonia? I saw, yeah, I did see, uh, did, was he the one who put the crested gecko out one, that one? Yeah. Ooh, I'll have to okay, watch yeah, so I watched that. some cresteds on New Caledonia, so. Yeah, I watched that a little bit the other night, actually. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, so yeah, she, that would be a super cool place to check out. Yeah, she really wants to go to that, and not anything like that. Like I said, I'm, I'm lucky enough that it seems like every vacation we do, there's always cool animal shit involved, because she loves that, too, so, like, that would be, uh, that would be awesome to do. I'm sure we'll get over there eventually. 
Yeah, I think I think people will be pissed off if we don't talk about jungle carpets. <laughs> it's like sure. it's weird because it's like the most normal thing. That and uh, someone asked a while ago what your thoughts on uh, carpondros are. I forgot to ask that. <laughs> I here's the thing: I'm not a hybrid guy. I'm not a morph guy. Everybody knows that. Pretty much anybody that's been around carpets for more than a year knows that. I think um, that's why they're poking. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna feed those trolls. It's probably fucking. No, um, yeah, no, it's it's not my it's not my thing. But I have so many friends that work with it. Do 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 what you want. Um, it's not my thing. As long as you're representing anything you produce correctly, uh, I don't want to fraud. It is what it is. What did you show me this weekend, Ivory? Oh yeah, do you see those? Nick Mutton uh, released the picture of that male ivory. That was yeah. pretty. I loved yeah. that. He's been working on them for a quarter century. Those are fucking. Those are nice, man. I, I'm a black and yellow guy. Uh, uh, to be honest, I, I've I've said this recently, and I, I consider myself at this point semi-retired from carpets. And what I mean by that is I'm not actively growing that part of my collection. Uh, it's just there's no more reason for me to the the carpet that 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 market's getting more and more it's not flooded but it's it's getting higher so people are doing I, I don't that for you for sure huh people are definitely working that corner for you yeah yeah uh 100 <laughs> so like um yeah i've been saying lately i i've gone back and forth with it in my mind for probably the last couple of years i just sold a, a female that i had no reason to keep anymore i have plenty of the bloodline um, an adult I grew up. Yeah, I, I've said a couple times recently, I am considering myself semi-retired from carpets because honestly, it doesn't fucking matter for me to breed carpets. I like trying to do stuff that it, it it's like the scrubs and the white lips and the sabus aren't really being bred. So I'd like to do that. Um, I like supporting my wife and, and her stuff. Oh. Um, Sorry. <laughs> I almost just decapitated myself with a light. <laughs> So, so scared. See you now. So, so scared. Nice. All right. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm sorry. Um, sorry. Yeah, You're supporting I mean, I your wife. I want to move on to shit that you actually want to talk about. You know, if you're retired, oh, no, then <laughs> no, it's it's weird. Like I don't mind talking jungles. Like I love jungles. I really love jungles. And um, this year, I, I so honestly, next year will be the first year in a little while I haven't bred them. I, I think I say that now, but I'm not sure. But I'm pretty sure I'm not breeding any jungles next year. Uh, I have a female sitting on eggs right now. She's incubating them. Uh, Suna, who was from Balin. And I wanted her and Spark to have a clutch of eggs for so long now that I'm pretty stoked about it still. But, um, yeah, no, when I say I'm semi-retired, I'm just not actively engaging, actively uh, trying to increase my collection at all. I'm just keeping what I have, working with the other shit more so. Um, I'm still going to be around making black and yellow. Well, I'm sure you've heard our struggles with our carpet uh, genders and all that. We have so. we have all males as far as jungles go, so I don't know why I keep these things. can't say all like now. We only have... Yeah, now we only have two, but so before we, can't we say have all. three. But... So, but maybe when we're up in the New York, Philadelphia area, work something out. Well, you guys will definitely have to come over and have some beers and uh, see the it's, see what's going on. It's not That's like sure. I won't be there. My parents live in Fishkill. We're so. gonna be there all the perfect. time. Yeah, no, it's perfect. You guys are gonna you guys have to come visit and uh, have some beers, and we'll we'll have make a night of it. Don't worry. You yeah, guys will, for sure. We'll, we'll pull some uh, we'll pull some white lips out, some uh, some Lucans. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Fucking literally that, that'll happen. And, uh, yeah, like I said, I don't mind talking about jungles. I actually posted a while ago on my Instagram story and asked who more what people know me more for at this point, and Scrubs won the Malukans, so I was like, yeah, I guess. Well, that's what um, you're focusing on right now. Which is yeah, uh, jungles is where jungles is kind of where I made my name. Um, so like before carpets, before that, before social media, I just did my own thing, just kept whatever. Um, I've kept carpets for. 17 years maybe somewhere around there and that's the one thing and for those 17 years they've always been in the collection always that's the one species or one group of snakes that's always been the collection from the first ij i got which is always funny because i'm a jungle guy and the first one i ever got first like three i ever got were ijs um and the reason that's so funny is because view they're different clearly well in the car in the carpet world they're back a few years ago, there was a, a light side versus dark side, which was jungles versus IJs, because jungles are like yellow and black, and that, it was a little fun game we had, and mm-hmm. um, at the time, I was light side, so all the dark siders, the IJ guys would talk shit, and I'd be like, just so you know, I kept IJs, you know, from the beginning, <laughs> stuff like that, but um, yeah, the carpets have been the one thing that's been steady in my collection for 17 fucking years, so yeah, it's a, um, it's it's honestly where I made my name because when I started going on social media, I I didn't say a lot when I first came into like uh, the MP forums and stuff because yeah I knew how to keep them but I didn't know shit compared to what a lot of those guys knew so I spent a lot of time listening before and honestly I, I think more of those guys got respect for me from talking about the other stuff that I knew about white lips um, and some of the other stuff that I kept before that whether it be venomous stuff whether it be uh, just random shit but then they started talking to me about carpets and i i knew how to keep them and stuff so yeah jungles became the thing everyone kind of knew me for because i had i i had some really nice animals but i didn't make those nice animals fucking i got those nice animals from other people and uh i've just been lucky enough that those nice animals have produced some nice stuff and Mm -hmm. i like the black and yellow yeah i think it's i think Carpets have been a gateway drug to <laughs> liasis, to what <laughs> was the time Morelia, you don't believe you know, in scrubs and what are you stuff like about? that and olives. And... You don't believe in those things. It was for me, though. It was because uh, I had them, I had white lips, and I was seeing some, some... my husky's barking at the cats. Kai, leave the cats alone. Um, and then in the MP forums, I said, hey, like, I kind of want to get a liasis species. They're pretty cool. And, um, a couple of the guys over there and girls talked to me and they're like, they talked me into getting Sabus. So I got the Sabus and, uh, yeah, I mean, they, I didn't need the carpets to be a gateway drug. Cause I like working with different stuff. I think if I had one thing, I would be terribly bored. I've always liked having just different things. So, uh, I just got a, uh, black roughneck monitor, which is a species I wanted oh, to keep for a while. That's finally, that's balls deep. No, that's not balls deep. Like, well, they're not that. You got to want a crop on it. What? But... Just a fist? <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> oh, no. It's just, you know, uh, so, a scrub is something you can keep in a six foot cage, but when you get into monitors, it's like a yeah. whole different game. So I, I dabbled in monitors many years ago. I had a sat, uh, sav and uh, blackthroat at one point. Um, I had, well, and that's why I had a black roughneck years ago and it was really cool and I sold it, um, at some point. So fast forward, we buy a house, uh, a year and a half ago and 
a local buddy of mine pretty much gives me a green tree monitor. So we have a green tree monitor. And the only reason we have that is because she wanted it, to be honest with you. So we have that. And I saw, I, I had been thinking about getting a black roughneck again because I really like the species. They're fucking cool looking. And eventually, yeah, the right one came along. I paid for it and fucking. He's in my basement right now. The green tree's right here uh, until I build two bigger cages in the basement. But, yeah, they're both going to be in the basement in big old cages. His and hers monitors, I keep saying. Uh, the green trees is hers, technically, and then the black roughneck's mine. But, yeah. But that's 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 kind of the reason I sold a couple carpets, too. Because I was like, I just kind of want to keep some shit that I want to keep. I don't need to fucking have a million carpets. Like, I have plenty, so... Uh, I had a female, adult female that I grew up that was really nice, and um, but I had plenty of scattershot blood because Mike Curtin's a really good personal friend of mine, and uh, I was like, I have so much scattershot blood already, like I really don't need another adult female, so I, I made the hard choice and sold her, and that was kind of the catalyst to making the decision to slow down the jungles. Okay, I promise I'm not getting you off topic, but Evan's going to kill me if I don't say... That Scott, you need to come down for Southern Carpet Fest. So, <laughs> funny thing is, my wife might have to go, or she might be going to Texas. She wants to visit Texas, like in the worst way. Ew. And, why? Yeah. I'm just, that's terrible. I shouldn't say that. We live here. Let me stop. <laughs> She's been a lot of places, more, way more places than I've been. And uh, she really wants to go to Texas for what the, the what's it, the big state fair down there or some shit. Oh my it's God. That is the biggest really headache thing I've ever. I agree. Oh, it's I'm a sure, different but... world. Like it's, I do. He never went. I've gone. It's a different world. It's something everyone should experience. Yeah, and that's what it is. But like, oh my god, it's so many people, overweight eating fried foods. You. No, really. No, 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 no. She's never been to the Dutchess County Fair, bro. I don't know what that is. Tell me, you know what that is, Joe? It's like. He knows it's what it a is. County fair. It's just, I mean, I, is it just like every other like county a fair? Washed up country singer every year sing at it, and it's as it's as he knows what as anything else could be. Any yeah, county fair could be. But uh, so yeah, the state so, is not yeah. trashy. It's a step above because <laughs> because it has like I mean, oh yeah, fifty different food options. Like it's it's a step. It's definitely a step above. And then they have like a little animal. Like they have animal because it's Texas. You know they have like not rodeo, but like animal shit. Like it's a step above. Dutchess but it's County God, has God, it's like just so everything. Cool. Like a show cattle. It's a bullshit. Fuck yeah, I love it. Okay, but, but yeah. So, so anyway. Yes. No, but um, my wife in the last week or so, I guess they're I, – I won't go into too much detail about the shit going on with her job. But uh, her job, I guess, might be getting uh, a new facility down there. And so she said, oh, yeah, like I might get to go to Texas for work. So I said, oh, you know, if you go, maybe I'll try to come down at least for a couple of days or something, depending. But that was one of the things like they're – I, it, I don't see it happening. It's probably not going to happen, but there's a slight chance maybe it could happen for uh, Southern Carpet Fest, which would be fucking sweet. I don't think it's going to. When's the date again? May 4th and 5th, so less than a month now. Yeah, I I highly doubt it would be by then, but there's a small chance that it could be. But I, I did bring it up to her last night. But, I mean, even if you get the chance to come down here, you can go on the herp like tour of a lifetime just going to the people that are around oh, yeah. the dfw dallas area it's like yeah absolutely ridiculous yeah no you can tell evan's listening um 
I, I, eventually I'll get down there. It's very hard to get away. Um, but it, it's in my mind. I do want to go to other carpet fest. I've only been to Northeast. I've gone to all but the first one. Um, so like I'm a, I'm a staple there at this point. Um, but yeah, no, I, if I can get, if it works out, I'd love to get, to get down there for it. I'll try eventually. And what I, I meant to ask earlier, but what do you see the future of your collection and the future of all the social media stuff that you're doing? Um, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, collection wise, uh, it's, it's weird. I'm in a weird state recently. I'm kind of, uh, I'm kind of in the like most, um, satisfied mood I've been like, I don't feel the need to like, I don't know. I like, if I could think about it and be like, Oh, I, maybe I want this species or that species. There's not very many. I could tell you I would, I would want there's some, but like most of them, I really can't keep, you know, there's some venomous stuff. I'm not going to keep venomous, uh, especially legally, but, um, you know, sure. Like a croc monitor or something like with just within the bounds of what I can actually do and keep, um, there's not very many things left that I'm like, Oh, I really want to get that right now. Uh, I'm as most satisfied. I think I've, I've maybe have ever been with my collection. Um, I really have been enjoying my wife's building her collection and, and getting her stuff going. Um, as far as social media, it is what it is. Whatever happens, happens. Uh, like I said, I'm trying to push that, but I don't really give a fuck, but I do. I, I would hope that it takes off better and, and that I can, make the right shit cool, you know, the right mindsets, um, self-awareness, all that stuff. I talk about my blogs, um, the right way. Um, I, I hope that like newer keepers will hear some of the shit and, and think a little bit more than if they go into some of these stupid ball Python groups and hear a bunch of bullshit that from people that don't know what the fuck they're talking about. So I, I don't hate ball pythons. Let me ball say, pythons I keep ball pythons. <laughs> no, it, no, but make it clear. I don't hate, and there's a lot of people that hated on me uh, last time I was in NPR for fucking some some things. Uh, they think I hate more some like, things. They, 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 they thought I hate like morphs and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, I fucking have kept morphs and bred morphs before you guys even kept carpet. So shut the fuck up. Um, I don't hate that stuff. I it's hate just the mindset. What you're into that, right now? It's. Right? It's I I was not strongly into it then. I mean I I had granite IJs and stuff like that, beautiful animals. Um, no, it's not what I'm into. But at the same time, it's not the animals I hate or the fact they work with genetics. It's just uh, it's the mindset that often comes with that. Uh, there was someone in the scrub group today talking about albino scrubs, and they're like, oh, that we really need to focus on morphs and the breed. I said, what the fuck are you talking about? I said the last. Oh God. The last. <laughs> And, and I get it. He was very respectful, and I don't want to. I'm not being an asshole about it. What I'm saying is, they're not very commonly bred. So, like, the last thing we need to fucking worry about is morphs with them. But it, it's Let's, weird because that might be the one thing that makes people actually breed them. No, those people have no chance of fucking breeding them if they're worried about. Hey, the man, morph. there's multiple people with ponytails that will breed albino scrubs. Yeah, he can keep trying. He doesn't have fucking. He'll never breed scrubs. I was, I was <laughs> mentioning a couple people. You've narrowed it down to one. I'm uncomfortable. Oh yeah, <laughs> not never trying mind. to call anyone out. Yeah, but, yeah. No, it's you know, and it's it's weird. Like, um, there's someone else who may have success with bolines, and I was gonna. It, it might be surprising that he. Actually has it. I know who you're talking about, and it's the other yeah. ponytail. 
I don't know. Is it? I don't. I don't know what the person looks like. Um, you might be right. I think you are, but I. I know. I was, and and no disrespect to that person. I was really surprised that he. I don't think he's. I don't know. It's too early to really say that. But oh, you may be talking about a different one. Okay, this is why we should just stop we're, talking about people. We're just talking shit now. Just stop. Yeah. Yeah, but you get you get the mindset. My yeah. all I'm trying to say is I don't hate morphs. I don't I don't hate ball pythons. We have ball pythons here. It's uh it's the mindset you see in a lot of those groups and and unfortunately my problem is so ball pythons are so popular, there's so many people involved, um, that misinformation gets just mass spread and that just fucks everything up. When they try to go somewhere else, like they come over to carpets and they try to say shit. And I've told people this in my blogs and stuff. When you go into a new group of something you're not experienced with, just be quiet for a while and just listen. People don't do that. So, like, they come into carpets and they try to talk like they know they're talking about from other things. And it's like, you need to shut the fuck up and just, you know, just listen. Don't don't talk because you don't know what you're talking about. Or don't – when I say something or someone who actually knows, who's worked with these for years, tells you, don't worry about humidity. Don't – start telling me oh no they need to be 50 percent humidity no they don't shut the fuck up um but that's the thing that comes from ball, uh, ball pythons in the morph market is you know a lot of misinformation because of the amount of people over there and some of the mindsets that's why i'm against it not against people having morphs or ball pythons i have both <laughs> it's sometimes uh, something about the human condition makes you want to answer someone's question and make believe like you know what you're talking about. Oh, 100%. It is human nature. Like, you're absolutely correct. Dead on. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah, but it's like, but then again, like, the last thing I ever wanted when I was, and I'm still pretty fresh, especially in some of these, when I first got an Amazon Tripo, I'm not going to tell people that I know about Amazon Tripos because I don't know dick. Yeah. Like, no, I, I, like until I breed something, or at least keep it successfully throughout the whole life cycle. Like, yep. It's just hard yeah. to say like, anything. When I uh, like when I got my mossy leaf tails, or you know any of the other weird things, uh, my Clemorite day geckos, which are pretty cool. Well, they're hers, but I like them a lot. Um, what's yours is hers. What's hers is yours. Sure. That's what the <laughs> ring proves. But like, anytime I've I've started looking into that stuff. I go into the groups and all that with the guys that have that, and I ask questions. I don't answer a single fucking question because I don't, I don't know. Um, you know, I the Clemory are pretty easy to keep. I've actually now a lot of people are asking me me questions, and because we've successfully had them breed, but geckos are weird. Uh, honestly, geckos once you have them set up correctly, they just breed like crazy. Mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't matter. It seems like a lot of the species doesn't even matter. A lot, like I said, most of the ones we have are set up pretty well in their breeding and laying and all that. But, um, yeah, that's, it's a weird thing. You know, another thing for something I think people should really think about, um, is that, uh, it's really good to have a diverse group of friends because if you are interested in something else, uh, like the Clemoride Dag Echoes, for instance, uh, I go to people and be like, Hey, who do I need to talk to, to get these animals or to learn about them? And I've been really lucky. Like I have so many friends that, not from carpets, not from scrubs that work with just shit I maybe don't work with or haven't for years that I can ask them questions. Like monitors, I I bother uh, a young lady by the name of Brittany Kay a million fucking times with questions. Um, um, we used to live, uh, you know, I didn't live too far from her, so I know her. Yeah, she, she her and uh, she lives down in Florida now, but like I've, I bother her a lot with uh, monitor questions. And I've kept a black roughneck before, but I, I, I just haven't felt comfortable with like 
making sure it's surviving at all. It's cool because there's multiple groups, especially between monitor people. Brittany is a, I actually sold her a, what the fuck was it? A black chested Honduran spiny tail iguana. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. But um, she is like the a monitor snob. There's like monitor like minimalist, and then she's kind of more on the monitor snob side, which is like dude. I find that fun like deep. It goes really deep, especially with monitors. Dude, you are so dead on. I've dabbled with monitors, and I've spent a lot of time because I have I do have a slight interest in monitors, but obviously they're another level, so I don't keep a lot. But I've spent a lot of time uh, lurking in their forums and their groups. Um, before I, I, I got the last two we got and man, those, that's a community that will fucking kick your ass if you fucking do the wrong thing. <laughs> yes. Those guys are legit. They're hardcore. Like they, you think if you come into carpets and think some of us guys have been doing this a while, like we're assholes for stupid shit, like go into some of that, some of those groups, they'll fucking, oh my God. But at the same time, you can learn a lot. Like I like doing that. I like going into other groups of stuff I don't keep to learn different things, different techniques or, or different mindsets that might be applicable to what I keep. Yeah. They're like, you don't have three feet of bioactive substrate for your monitor to dig in. They'll drag your dick through the mud for that. Shit. Yeah. It's, it's another world, but at the same time, like some of those, a lot of those people aren't necessarily to that level where they're actually doing what they preach. I mean, some are, there's a lot are, but yeah, like you can get away with doing a little less than they, they say, but a lot of the stuff, I fully agree with uh, my monitor cages are going to be pretty big in the basement. I don't just know because the base. I don't know if you feel the way that I feel, but it seems like everyone's moving. Even no matter how simple the animal is or how simple, you know, you can keep them in captivity. It seems like everyone, at least through feedback from like YouTube and shit, it's like everyone's moving towards bioactive, nice enclosures, mm-hmm, all that mm-hmm. stuff. Like people are mm-hmm. really starting to frown upon the minimalistic keeping. It's weird, but then there's another side that like they make fun of the people because it's a fad they feel. And uh, I keep all uh, some of the everything but the crestids and the gargoyles are kept bioactive here. And just because it's it's easier. Um, what do you? What are you laughing about? I can't wait to hear what people think, think this. I stuff. think I'm just sorry. ask Melissa if she's on her period. No, I or... didn't know. If, I think he was asking Paris. I made oh, a face sorry. at that, but I think he was asking. Sorry. Like, but I was really. It's, again, this is another reason why I wish everyone wasn't looking at me, us the whole time, because I'm half the time reading the chat, and I know I make faces. shitting on us. No. I make it. faces when I'm meeting. To, no, the chat is. What are they even talking? I don't even know I what they're talking about. I know what about. Scott was going to say. You're the one who got over him off topic. That's true. I got overwhelmed. Motherfucker, that was right. you. No, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, no, we we keep some of the uh some of the uh some of the geckos bioactive. It's be- because it's easier. Uh the day geckos we can't handle or anything. They're you can't take them out to clean like I I've actually really enjoyed it uh making some of those bioactive. None of the snakes are kept bioactive, but the monitor cages in the basement will be bioactive just because it's easier. Yeah, so it just seems like even I don't know. It's it's tough putting yourself out there when everyone is always critiquing everything. But they're gonna be ready to shit on you for anything. So yeah, that's true. Better they always. I'm sure. I wouldn't be surprised if there was negative comments that showed on up on your. If what is this a YouTube video? Does this become a YouTube video or no? Yes. I went. 
I wouldn't be surprised because that was the last place that people tried to troll me was on YouTube and I wasn't even on there and they tried to talk shit. I wouldn't be surprised. I don't give a fuck. Like, message me and talk to me about it. That's cool. But, like, if you want to talk shit, I, you know what? And I'll be honest with you. Back then when that happened and uh, that happened from some stuff, that happened from a circle discussion I had on NPR with Brandon and Riley, Brandon Wheeler and, and Riley. And, um, I had no idea until those guys messaged me and said, yo, there's some guys talking shit on YouTube. And it was like hurtful shit. And uh, it bothered me at first. I'll be honest with you. But um, I realized that no matter no matter who you are or what happens, like people are always going to talk shit to you on on social media. So like yeah. I accept it. Like whatever your issue is that you had to talk so bad, like next time maybe message me if you got an issue. Like there's a reason people that meet me and stuff actually – don't hate me because fucking I get it. Like online, maybe certain things go out a certain way, especially when I'm a straight shooter. Like I say it how it is. I get it, but don't fucking talk so much shit. I'm not that negative. I just fucking have opinions and all that. Yeah. I mean, I, I would be lying if I said like stuff doesn't affect me sometimes. Like there's little comments where it's like, it will catch me at the right time saying the right mm, there thing. There was one this week. I know one exactly this week, and what I was like, you're talking about. Ah, like you, sure. you are clearly off base with what's going on here. Like, fuck, man. And I can't explain to you. Ask my wife. Every time, anytime we get into bed and she sees me on my phone and I'm my fingers are going, she she knows. She knows what. <laughs> I, but I don't, you know, honestly, I'm, I'm not doing that as much anymore. Uh, I'm trying to get away from getting into stupid discussions like that stupid arguments i i i'm trying to be better about presenting why i'm saying what i'm saying and stuff like that uh instead of telling you you're a fucking idiot here's what is actually going on uh i'm just trying to get better with that so hopefully the people that shit on me on the last time i was on a podcast with youtube uh but which by the way they did it from troll fucking accounts and didn't have the balls when i called them out on facebook to say anything no shocker there um there's there's more to that too. Actually, I, I think I know some of the people involved. Uh, we have issue, we had issues, but uh, yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of negativity on social media with it too. Uh, I'm just trying to ignore that now. If, if it pops up, it's been a lot better. I find Instagram's way better uh, than Facebook. Facebook, there's so much negativity, and then you have all the politics involved. I'm kind of I'm kind of doing a lot less Facebook just because of that. I like Instagram better. I'm trying to figure out some of the other social media stuff, but that'll all come. Yeah, it's it's hard because we're both from the same area and we're assholes. And so you're saying everyone <laughs> from that area is an asshole? 90% sure. probably to the rest sure. of the country are assholes. I mean, most of your friends are. Yeah. Everyone kind are. of like we shit on each other. We have fun. We curse. People like people don't, don't like that. They don't like that. He's not wrong. How old are you, Joe? I am 26. Oh, so you're way... All right, I'm 32, so I, I didn't know if we had people in common. We probably... There's probably my, some uh, people... My brother and... Well, my sisters are about 31, 32. They went to John Jay. I don't know where you went to high school. Catch him. Catch him. Catch him. Ooh, yeah. But that's where his brother teaches that's now. Like, that's like the ghetto school. His brother Jay, and his you know? brother's <laughs> wife teach at Catch him right now. Yeah, that's funny. You, oh yeah, well, brother no, my, my brother, Jay? my brother, my brother went to Lords. He teaches at John Jay, and his wife oh, works at Ketchum, he, oh. and my mom works at Wap Junior. I'm so off. And now all the people listening to the podcast don't know what the. But fuck wait, where's your brother? About. Coach football now. Beacon. Oh, all over. Holy. Shit. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm sure we have people in common, but you know, that's that's a conversation for when you guys come to visit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, I bet. But it's like I feel like I try so hard not to be abrasive. And it yeah, I've been abrasive a lot. Like I didn't. There was times I didn't give a fuck, and I still don't. But at the same time, I I understand. I actually the first time I ever listened to myself on a podcast was the other day, and I listened. I listened to that show and I was like, oh, I think this is where that YouTube bullshit came from. <laughs> yeah. And I get it because I don't know. Um, I, I understand it the way I say certain things, but I think it also gets lost in context or translation. Sometimes they take what they want from it. They're not listening to the bigger picture. Right. Yeah. I think really kind of where a lot of things stem with the whole reptile community is that we're all very passionate about it. And I hate using the word fucking passionate about it, but we're all very intense about it. And like, if someone doesn't see the same way, sometimes we fucking freak out and get all upset about it. It's honestly, it's politics. It's exactly like politics. There's two, there's usually two ways. There's usually two viewpoints and that's like, they fucking hate each other and it's stupid at the end of the day. Yeah, it's hard to know where you sit, and then also it's like if you sit in the middle, sometimes it feels like you're lonely there in the middle, right? So it's like you want to, you want to be in one of the groups, or you want to be a Moralia guy, or this guy, or a non-morph guy, or a morph guy, or a liasis guy, and a rare snake guy, and you can't have ball pythons if you're a rare snake. It's kind of a fucking. You want to be known. You did that's and that's humans. You know they want it. You want to be known for something you know you want especially in this hobby like you want to make your mark you want to be known and whatever Uh, it's like the the most famous person like no not a normal person doesn't even give a fuck so it's like honestly the best people on social media the best the best guys the best some of the best animals and the best guys or girls, they aren't even on social media that much. And most of these people probably listening don't even know their fucking names. I probably don't even know their fucking names. It's just like that. Which is yeah. so funny. Like, Brandon messaged us on Instagram that person. Is it who he bought his Maclots from? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're like, And she had all of her things on iHerb. I don't know if you remember that old school shit where... I do. I have one. I just don't use it. <laughs> <laughs> but she had, like... She had like thirty species of like blackheads, easterns, westerns, yep. white lips. This, this. Well, this, I mean, like this, so much crazy shit. But like, she's nowhere on Facebook. She's not like yeah. she's I've like never even heard of her. We've name. never heard of her. Yeah, yep. she has a lot of that. all this amazing, beautiful stuff. Like, yeah, there's a lot of that. Yep. Like that. Some of the that's crazy. The, the top, the top. There's probably like the top five to ten percent of like crazy animals, and top five percent of. Um, you know, people that deserve credit for whatever they do. Uh-huh. They're not even on social media. We don't even know their names. Yeah. Some people know their names locally, I'm sure. There's great people that are doing great shit that most, the majority that should know don't know their names. Yeah, I think that's definitely something that, I don't know if that's going out of the hobby or becoming even more prevalent as far as, I don't know if you can survive in the hobby, especially people doing it full time without having the social media presence. To, uh, probably not but yeah probably i mean depends yeah if you're saying it's your only job like this is your living yeah. no it, right. it, i think if if it's your living i think you have to be realistic and have self-awareness of the fact that this is where attention is and you have to sell things which is why i i don't ever want to i actually just did a uh i just got interviewed for a documentary locally from college students um about some kid that's starting a gecko business and that was one of the things i said i think you have to be realistic 
if this is you're going to be what you're trying to make your living on uh of how to do that but like if you're not making your living on it you can absolutely fucking you don't have to be on anything you can just keep shit it doesn't fucking matter which is kind of what i like i get it like the social media is cool and all that and i like breeding and selling but at the same time i like having stuff just as pets i think everyone should have a fucking pet one fucking reptile or whatever amphibian just just as a fucking pet don't breed it because that's the mindset that's more so than everything now everybody wants to breed everything with a cloaca my friend dan said you know two things with a cloaca let's fucking breed it and i I came to this i don't know i was just in in some brainstorming the other day for some stuff i said i feel like everyone should just have a pet uh reptile whatever it is some that you don't breed just to keep that remember that you like fucking reptiles for what they do dead on dead on just so you remember what it's fucking like just to have something for fun and we have a few of those things here just we have a tortoise uh the monitors I, i i wouldn't i would I wouldn't mind trying black roughnecks eventually because no one breeds them and there's, there's a, it's a good reason to do it. But like, yeah, we have a, a frog that um, last I knew nobody has bred it in captivity. I think someone maybe in Europe did. This is a few years ago that I looked into it. I don't know if anyone has now. Um, but yeah, we have multiple things where it's like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't care if we, we're not trying to breed them. They're just pets. Uh, and I really think everyone should have a pet to, like you said, remember why we fucking do this. <laughs> Keep grounded. So I have two final questions. First one, would you ever want to make this your sole source of income? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Okay. Okay. Like if I, I mean, I, I don't know. Like it's a pretty good hobby, and like, um, I don't want to ever have to be so pressured to pay my bills based on animal breeding and selling. Uh, both me and my wife have careers. Uh, we make a decent living for New York. Um, I don't want to ever have to get to the point where, like I said, that's like <laughs> the mortgage is due and we're hurting and we just lost a clutch of eggs or something. I, that takes the fun out of it for me. There's some people that do it. I have friends that do it. Um, you know, Nick does it. Nick does it as a, that's his, his business. Yeah. And um, I, I just don't want to do it. I, I don't want to take the chance on taking the fun out of it for me. Good question. Um, and totally different question, but you know, you've talked about like you've been in this or in the snakes world for such a while. How that's not English, such a while. That's not how you say it. Right. Um, <laughs> how do you feel, or what's the biggest change you feel like you have seen in the snake community over you know past fifteen so years? Um. I think that's twofold and it's kind of things I touched on was one social media has become a a big uh, part of it. Obviously there was no social media back then there was King snake and there was fauna and that was about it. Um, And then I think the second thing was depending on what you, you worked with um, has, and this isn't a negative or anything. It's just the driving force behind it, which is morphs. Now back when I first started, we didn't care about morphs. We didn't even think about morphs or talk about morphs. It was um, keeping a lot of things and, and um, trying to get them to survive, you know, honestly. Uh, just figuring out how to keep them alive and thriving. And uh, like I said, I didn't try to breed back then. So that wasn't a mindset of mine at all. It was just uh, figuring out the differences of the different husbandry for different species and stuff. So. I think that was the two things. A different different mindset of what drives it and then social media, I guess. 
Absolutely. So if anyone wanted to get in touch with you, where can they get in touch with you? Uh, these days, Facebook, it's, it's funny. I, I always love this question when Eric and Owen ask it because I don't have a business, so I don't tell you a website. Um, you can always friend me on Facebook, message me on Facebook, Scott Borden. <coughs> these days, I'm, I'm fucking on Instagram a lot. And as we said, it's nyherp, all one word, n-y-h-e-r-p underscore revolution. Uh, that's on Instagram. I'm also on like Twitter and, uh, and, uh, Vero, but I don't know. Those aren't, uh, like I'm on there a little bit, but not super active. Just trying them out. I don't know. I don't do, I do pretty well on Instagram. Like I, I got that down. Um, uh, at least how to use it. Like Twitter and, and Vero aren't as popular, uh, at least with me, but they're both my, just my name. And, uh, and then, yeah, if, if anybody else, you know, maybe listening doesn't have those, you can always email me. It's morelialife33 at gmail.com. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> How long have you had that email? <laughs> huh? How long have you had that email? Not that. Honestly, not that long. Fucking. I've had other emails. Like, I had a uh, an email for a long time that was like Viper uh, ZZ, uh, an AOL email. That but like, pretty perhaps... incriminating. Myth. Well, there, it was weird, though. A couple of emails I had fucking, like, I kept like getting locked out of them if I forgot the password or some shit and I had issues with them. So this is the Morelia one's a semi-newer one, maybe a year old only. Mm-hmm. And what do you have to say for us? You can do it. I need to answer some All right. You can find us at portcitypythons.com, portcitypythons on Instagram, from the ground up on the podcast. You're fucking listening to it. Come on, guys. Uh, what else do we need? Nothing. Um... Copperfest, you heard it. I believe that's the first weekend in May or so. Um, hit us up if you have any questions about that or questions about anything else. We can get you in touch with the right people. So that is a question about breeding carpets and asked if we had a video. I know we don't have any videos because we never bred carpets, but where can we direct them to? Uh, Nick Mutton wrote a book and it's called The Complete Carpet Python. I and we're all mental midgets compared to what's in that book, so you might as well just what go. Did you just mental say? midgets, meaning like I have bullshit. bullshit. It's I fucking have... it is. It's a good book, and I have it. It's my Bible. But if you want to breed carpets, buy a male and a female, grow them up for about four years, and put them together, they'll fucking breed. It's easy. It really is. Make sure they're male and female. Put them together. It's, there you go. It's... See where I went wrong is I had all males, and they start fighting each other. Yeah. Don't do that. No, it's. I don't know. I feel stupid sometimes because jungles, I, I just have it easy, I guess. I, I've had luck. But if they have questions, like you said, email any of us in the carpet community. They can always hit me up. I'll, I'll, I always answer any questions. It's not that hard to breed carpets. Put them together when they're a few years old. There you go. I can't tell you, but hit up Scott or someone else or figure it out. Google it. Yes, Google we can tell you how not to. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Yes. Um, thank you for having me on, guys. Uh, very enjoyable. Yes, stick around Scott, for one second. Yes, yeah, st- Scott, stay on for a second. Um, everyone else, yep. Carp. Oh, someone just asked: Is Carpet Fest eighteen plus? No, it is not eighteen plus. I mean, if you no, like it's not Northeast. As long as your parents don't care about it a little bit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how old you are, not, but Mike Curtin's kids are a riot. So that's all. Spices or herbs going around? Oh and God, some, stop! You know. Okay. Um, no comment. But yes, everyone, thank you for watching. We will be back next week at 6 p.m. East Central, excuse me, 6 p.m. Central Time, 7 p.m. 
Eastern time, and next week we will have on Howard Redding. Oh, oh, Howard! You guys another have fun East with Coast Ginge coming at you live. He's so much better. He he's the guy who's made me try to be better too. He, he's he's been my mentor that trying to be more uh, direct with how I talk to people. He's Howard's good people. You'll enjoy him. 